previously on Crafty Beer Girls. So I recently went to Santa Fe and I've been writing these these blog posts about my experience in Santa Fe. And one of the posts I have, I, I'm working on right now, I haven't posted it yet, but maybe by the time this podcast comes out, I will have posted <laughs> it. And you'll be like, oh yeah, I just read about that. That's so cool. A joke never but, gets old. Uh, I know. Well, that's not a joke. I just, like, I think about that and I'm like, when I'm talking, I think, oh, everyone's listening right now. We're live, but it's not true. <laughs> so not true <laughs> I just have to, like, check myself. That's all. Welcome to the great state of Utah. When Mormon pioneers settled here and stated, this is the place, they weren't kidding. From our majestic mountains, to our numerous national parks, to our very many and plentiful outdoor activities and adventures, there's something for everyone in this state, including drinking. It's interesting to note that peppered across what is known as the Beehive State are 30-plus craft beer breweries from as far north as Ogden, from as far south as St. George, from as far east as Vernal, and as far west as Tooele. No matter where you live or travel within the state of Utah, you're bound to find some delicious and award-winning craft beer. Here now to share their extensive thoughts and knowledge about Utah's craft beer scene are your Crafty Beer Girls, Jenny Schaefer, and Lauren Lurch from craftybeergirls.com. So, did we do our sound check? Yeah. Did it work? Mm-hmm. Is it okay? It is. It sounds great. <sighs> thank God. <laughs> For those no. of you just tuning in. Not thank God. Uh, thank Mike. Welcome back. And know that I made a mistake during our last podcast. Well, are we just going to start into that? Yeah. Or can we is like... Is that where we're at right now? Can because we just I feel bad. Mike, I know. Well, that's so... On, can, let's just introduce okay. you first, though. Why? I, Jesus fucking are you, Christ. Are you going to cry? <laughs> Drink your uh, coffee and uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Welcome to the Crafty no. Beer Girls podcast. Holy shit. My name's Lauren Lurch. It's fucking Jenny over there. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't awesome. use that one. Don't use that one. All right. Well, don't we have to be. We have to be <laughs> contrite. He says all right as if he means it. Sure, <laughs> that won't go in. Uh, well, everyone, okay. we're here and we're doing the, another episode of the Crafty Beer Girls. Let's hope so. Podcast. Can we not sound like our dog just died? Like <laughs> Jesus. Well, it kind of did. Didn't okay. <laughs> God, drink your coffee. It's all lighten good. up. All right. We're here. We've got beer. We've got each other. Aww. Aww. I feel like I feel like I've grown closer to you too. I do because we've been through so much <laughs> in the past little while. I feel like we've had a lot of adversity. Mm. Adversity. And now I feel like we're stronger together. This is getting weird. So okay. uh <laughs> all right, so we've got our buddy Mike Millen. Hi. Next to us, yep. recording us, yes, listening to us. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Joining us. That's true. Yeah. What else are you already? Uh, well, I wanted to mention, um, not to reflect on this uh, because it's been hard on all of us, but uh, I made a mistake during our last recording, which was in Park City. We all took the time. We scheduled it. We planned it. We went up there to sure. Red Rock Brewing, yeah. and uh, they've remodeled their uh, location there. It's been there for quite some time. I think about what fifteen years. 
about that long? Uh, you know, I'm not sure on it's been there a while. the opening date. I don't think it's been that long. Because I can recall the Fashion Place location celebrating their five-year anniversary maybe three years ago. And I know the junction happened after that. No. Oh, did it? I thought it happened true. before. That's not, yeah. It's really I'm s- fucking wrong. <laughs> you are. Okay. You are. <laughs> Park City was the, right. first sec- the first uh, location besides downtown. Oh, fuck uh, me. Anyway. And then they actually had to open the production brewery to keep up. Or, huh. well, it, it might have been. To keep up on the demand? Yeah, the amount of beer yeah, they had to brew. Sense. They were trying to brew it all down there. Sure. At downtown, which is not a very big brewery. Mm-hmm. It's not. So. It's too big for two people. Anyway. Uh, anyway, we, we were up there and we had a, a, a good time. We really had a great uh, <laughs> podcast. And we also talked about this uh, new tap house, which they were hosting us in. It used to be an event space. And now they've turned it into its own bar, which is separate from the, the restaurant. It's in the same building, but uh, you have to be 21 or older. To go into the yeah. tap house, correct? Yeah, and that was uh, a change that had to come about because of Utah laws. Laws, right. Uh, so there they, are two yeah. separate licenses in the same location, one for the tap house, right. H-A-U-S, and one for the front of the house, or whatever you want to call the it. Restaurant. The, the restaurant. The restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were sitting in the back there. We were having a great time with uh, Kevin Davis, who's the head brewer of Red Rock, and Kim Hartle, who is the general manager of that location and the Fashion Place Mall yep. location in Murray. Uh, you guys did a great job. It was I was really excited about the podcast. Like I'm always excited about it, but this one in particular because uh, Lauren and Kevin were really sparring quite well. And you know, Kim, <laughs> she got a little more tipsy. I hope she doesn't mind me saying that. But we were having such a good time. The dynamic was really on fire there, and it was a lot of fun just to watch. Uh, unfortunately, when I got up the next morning, I came to find out that because of an audio glitch within the USB cable, a single cable that connects all of the professional equipment into my MacBook Pro had a short in it. Uh, I didn't know that at the time because I wasn't paying attention to a prompt that came up on my Apple MacBook Pro screen that said, hey, I'm not recognizing this device you're plugging in. Would you like to switch to the internal microphone? Click yes. I clicked yes thinking it was asking, would you like to switch to the audio device that you're plugging into me? Yeah. I didn't read it. And because of that. Nobody ever reads those things, man. Well, and I should have because I I assumed. I assumed it was the same prompt I get every time we start this podcast, uh, which I did today as we started. Um, But I made sure to read it. Uh, I didn't that time. Uh, kind of in a hurry because I was excited about what we were doing. And uh, it turns out it was uh, a really, really bad error on my part. So everything was recorded through the internal microphone on the laptop, which you two know was quite a distance away from you. Yeah. Uh, so it picked up all the ambient noise of the bar while we were there for about over three hours. Yeah. As well as my cackling, laughing at the three <laughs> four of you. Maybe we should just splice that over whatever we <laughs> yeah. record today and just, you know. Because I still have the audio. A collaboration yeah. between ambient so. noise at the Red Rock Tap House and whatever we're doing here. It's like so. an, an alternative podcast. What's <laughs> um, a new thing we're trying? Not to air dirty laundry, but it really it, it put a damper on our overall mood as a, as oh, a yeah. group. Uh, my, uh, me especially, uh, because it was a really big mistake on my part and it, I took it very, very hard. Uh, so there was, some, I, I wouldn't call it animosity. I just think no. we were kind of disappointed, uh, collectively. Oh, and course. then we started bringing up other things like, well, where do we go from here? Do we continue on? And I, I didn't want to lose it. I, I think normally I would throw in the towel, um, which I have to mm. admit throughout my life on occasion, you know, you get stuck with some hard times and you've tried and tried and it doesn't seem to be going the way you'd like, but you got to keep going, right? 
and usually I kind of give up and I didn't I don't know I just have had this gut feeling we got to keep going so we've had a conversation about this yeah and um I don't know I, I thought it was necessary for us to talk about it and I hope you don't mind me well, bringing it and, up in the podcast. And to kind of also give a little extra backstory, if you guys listened to our last episode, uh, there was a, a section that didn't get <laughs> recorded. We were talking uh, We were talking about the GABF winners from Utah, and one of those winners was TF Brewing. Mm-hmm. And we did have a section on that. We talked about TF. Uh, they just celebrated their first first year anniversary, and they won a bronze medal at GABF, which is a big achievement. We drank one of their beers they just came out with the jellyfish hazy beer which was also during their anniversary their one year anniversary so we talked about that some some uh, i don't know what happened there but there was some technical there was a technical problem where uh for some reason our mics i believe over modulated at some point okay and it caused the uh, audio to cut out luckily i did i catch that because i was paying attention to that yeah so now i was being even more you know scrutinizing our work uh when we were in park city so how i didn't catch that yeah is kind of odd but you know when we were up there i also pointed out i wasn't i was i thought it was odd that i really couldn't hear you oh yeah uh, if you remember hmm. i was kind of tweaking with some stuff and i couldn't quite get my finger on why am i having such a dip difficult time hearing jenny specifically huh. usually our microphones are all in tune usually and everybody's loud. the same volume right <laughs> that's very I'm true the loud one uh, so <laughs> basically it's just, I think it's growing pains, you know, and we're learning a lot from yeah. uh, these experiences. Well, making a podcast turns out it's kind of harder than it looks. It is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, not that I ever thought it was easy, but there's, there's a lot to it. And we, we've had some, some hiccups and right. it's been a little, a little tough, but yeah. we're so still you're, here. You're right. Thank you for bringing up the TF things. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to, I also wanted to mention that because I, I, I was disappointed that we didn't have that. And, you know, in most, me. Mo- well, not in you, just, just in the fact. Who was recording this? In me. <laughs> Lauren's Stop getting a kick it. out of this. No, you know what? Nice Shit happens. It. Everybody has boo-boos and hiccups, and that's part of growing, like you yeah. said. True. So, But know. I did want to say, like, you know, that wasn't on purpose. And we there, if you guys not. were listening to it and you're like, wait a minute, didn't TF win a medal? Mm. How come they didn't mention TF? What's up there? Like, there, there was a mistake. There it, was. It wasn't, yeah. you know. A, an intentional oversight it and during happened. that recording again we did catch it unfortunately i i didn't realize that 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 particular piece of audio hadn't recorded i just thought uh there was some weird waveform issues with the sound editing program that i use and i thought oh it, it'll be there it's fine it's just something bonkers is going on and again that's my fault i should have listened back and i didn't and uh you know lesson learned so yeah. now i'm very yeah, I'm gonna be uber anal. We're we're probably gonna take our when we take a break. We'll probably go listen back to the whole thing. Oh, maybe not that. But sure. Well, it, you know, <laughs> we are learning some lessons here, and Mike, trying, trying we to forgive you, and we love you. Uh, I know, and yeah. we're gonna fuck shit up too. Yep. So, oh, oh yeah, true. don't even worry about it. We, we do. see the thing for us is that we have you for that. You don't have any fo- anybody for that, so that's not very fair. Well, and I, you know, I've fair. been there. I I went down to Cedar City and I I did a, an article on the Policy Kings mm-hmm. uh, Brewery, and I took all these awesome photos. I got home, and I was starting to work on my photos, and I dropped my hard drive, and oh, no. uh, basically the hard drive was then ruined, oh. and it was going to be too expensive to get the data back off the hard drive, and so I lost those photos. I had to drive back down to Cedar City to reshoot. 
Because I was really? like, I am not. Well, so I ended up going. That was when I went down to Edge of the World. Sure, yeah. And did that because. Well, was, I didn't know that was kind of a purposeful there, reshoot kind it, of thing. Well, it, it wasn't meant to be, but it was sort of one of those things that helped me decide to do that. Was mm-hmm. that happened? And I was like, I am not going to not have awesome photos for this article. And I went and, you know, they deserve better than that. So, you know, it, I, it's a pain in the butt. But, and I was, you know, felt. I felt embarrassed about it, of course, because it was a stupid mistake and I wished I could have taken it back, you know, just a few seconds of oops and <laughs> there went all my data. Sure. So, I mean, you know, it's this kind of thing that happens and uh, you just tr- use it as a learning experience and we go forward and from now on we'll try to have some better practices that might, you know, keep this from happening again. And, sure. Um, you know, it, I think this, that last podcast, I kind of felt the same way. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun doing it. It seemed like it was going to be great. Um, Park, uh, Park City Red Rock really rolled, rolled out the red carpet for us. They did. They, they really, were great really hosts. Did. Um, they, uh, they had beer for us to drink. We drank, you know, all these beers that Red Rock has won awards on and, uh, we talked about them and they, uh, they had food. Um, I was going to say Red Rock has some awesome food. They do. Fried green tomatoes. Yeah. Yep. Shishito peppers, oh, yeah. pear walnut, gorgonzola pizza. The mo- mozzarella wedges. Oh, those. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, mozzarella we had, planks. We had carrot cake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's right. Oh, man. We, that were, cake we were spoiled. Yeah, we yeah, were they spoiled. They took good care of us. They really did. I think so. that's why I took it really hard because they really catered to us being there. And even Bob Jensen was there. The owner yeah. just happened to be there. Yeah. Uh, he didn't want to be a part of the podcast, but he he was there and he was really <laughs> nice and he talked to us. I'd never met him before. And it was nice to hang out with him for a minute. Like, oh, okay, that's a school. Yeah. So uh, he bought us some beers. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So as you know, if we needed more. No, we <laughs> exactly. We, we had a yeah. We were pretty good and it's a good time. A good time. Yeah, yeah. But so. because because of what happened, um, you know, we we would like to reschedule and try to get um, Kevin back and maybe even Kim if that's possible. But that's something I hope to do in the future. Oh, I think they're they're fully on board, okay. and they they completely understood. To my understanding, yeah. after interacting with them, especially Kevin, who's I'm sure passed on the information to Kim, uh, <laughs> you know they they would love. It. It's just like you know to them, it's like oh you know oh well okay they're, we'll they're do it again. That's another reason to have a know? good time and drink yeah. some more. So uh, we're always going to be hardest on ourselves as yeah, opposed to sure. people listening like oh oh okay all right next. <laughs> The Crafty Beer Girls podcast is being brought to you in part by the Red Rock Brewing Company, celebrating 25 years in the Utah craft beer community, producing and serving delicious and award-winning ales and lagers. Red Rock Brewing Company, with three locations to serve you in downtown Salt Lake at 254 South, 200 West, in Park City, located in the new Park Town Center, and in Murray City at Fashion Place Mall. Visit them online at redrockbrewing.com and follow them on popular social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Untapped. And now back to the Crafty Beer Girls podcast with your hosts, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lynch. Jenny brought a fucking bar cart She again. really did. I really did. Are you all right? Oh, Are my God. Okay what the hell Jenny, is all this? Jenny, you're not allowed to travel with this much Holy liquor. Holy shit. What oh, is, is that? Pork? that? Give that shit this way. What is that? What are oh, you doing? This is je- like top shelf shit. Je- oh my god, this is nuts. Molasses. Hey, I have some of that at home, actually. Is 
it, Jenny. Is it Brer Rabbit it molasses? Is. It is. Mm-hmm. Jenny just got out like mm-hmm. 15 bottles of She alcohol. really did. It's uh, insane. And I'm concerned. Actually, speaking of, I have the perfect thing. What? What? Oh, <laughs> Jenny's going to pull a bong out. Goes. <laughs> oh no! Hey, hey, where'd you get that? Ah, I have, pa- I have a treat. Party bong, Budweiser. Cool. No. Oh, <laughs> is that a nice high life you pulled out there? No, no. This is actually part of Bloom, which is one of the Red Rock uh, darlings that people love to go and get. Mm-hmm. It's barrel aged, mm-hmm. um, limited the, edition. What's the vintage? This is a 2018. Mm-hmm. So this is the most recent one. Uh, I thought it might be nice for us to open this. I mean, because I think, you know, yes, we're sorry for everything that happened with that last recording. And we're going to talk some more about Red Rock. But, uh, like, we're just going to kind of blow off some steam. And, you know, hey, it's okay. Let's celebrate a little bit. We're still here. It's cool. Can we stop apologizing, though? No. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, the more that you apologize to somebody, the more people, like, are like, yeah, they I'm not trying up. to just they keep fucked. apologizing. Actually, I'm, you're, you know, what I think her point, what she's trying to say, and I even said this in my Instagram, too. It? I was trying to make some drama. I was trying to stir up some drama by saying, could this be the last podcast oh, episode God. of the God. Crafty Bear Girls? I can't confirm nor deny state drama queen oh, hey man God. it's you know, drums up business I don't no care. i'm i just i'm trying to move on by opening this goddamn beer and saying <laughs> yay red can already. we just switch Jeez. from I like sorry to criticize let's Jenny. not say let's stop saying sorry and let's we, just yeah, start actually, saying yay sorry we're just being pouty that's stop, all. <laughs> that'll be the look what i found podcast. in my pocket stop saying sorry you're gonna open start this saying yay <laughs> yay <laughs> i want to start saying yay, yay red rock not sorry red rock can we get back on track please what happened to the crafty beer girls that i used to know and love <laughs> good god are we gonna fight mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome you know sometimes drama really helps uh you know bring out the best in people Ooh, it's a little that's foamy. a little foamy wow a lot of head here hold on let me get some water <laughs> oh yeah me too red rock uh, is celebrating 25 years ooh. this year they opened in 1994. Hey! Cheers! Hey! <laughs> hey! I can't hey. reach you. You're too far away. Hey! hey. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's pretty. That's not too shabby, you know. Um, squatters did celebrate 30 years this year, so that's that's a little longer. They're not Red Rock's not the the longest oldest brewery, but 25 years is pretty awesome. You don't have to be. I'd like to say they're the oldest longest privately held mm. brewery how about sure. that yeah you could you could probably yeah. say that yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we gotta fact check that I'm right kind of panicking a little bit i don't know what about roosters <laughs> oh yeah. because they've been open I don't know, they've been around a while more too, huh? than 25 i think they had their 25th anniversary like Did they? three years ago or something. everything was three years ago tonight really by the way. have they been around that long i was not aware That's this is I not in the bad. outline. I have. I don't have facts in front oh, of me. Oh boy, here we go. We're not on the outline, Lauren. See what's going to happen. We're straying now? from the outline. Mm-mm. I don't look at the outline anymore. <laughs> Jesus. I just do it no for, Jenny, for my own. No Jenny's the Jenny steers Stanking. the boat. I just jump off and swim th- a little bit. I think I'm actually the producer of this thing. Am I? <laughs> yeah, oh, I so. <laughs> you are, actually you are. Jenny is. You really are. Jenny is. <laughs> so I'm just the editor. And you're the producer, yeah. and Lauren's just I'm just know, here. Lauren's the talent. Assistant I'm just here. Is the talent. Yeah, she's, there you go. Uh, she's the Cicerone in-house Cicerone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we need to get you a trailer 
and yeah. a couple of people to help you out. I don't need a trailer, an well, assistant. Except for Lauren did go so and fetch man. the coffee today. She did so get the coffee. She's, yeah, I'm the coffee the, fetcher. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> very she played sweet the bitch, you. the coffee Whatever. bitch. The coffee bitch. Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> Hey, while we're on the subject and you're, you know, looking through your phone at I'm that information, no, I know what you, okay. I know what you're doing. I wasn't going to jump your case. I know what you're doing. Um, would you like to inform the audience with, you, you know, you got a recent uh, certificate that's actually pretty impressive, and then you're trying to continue your education uh-huh. in the art of beer. Would you mm-hmm. like to inform the listeners of how far you're going outside of the certified Cicerone program? What are you doing? What's going on? Uh, What's your story? So my recent uh, certification that I obtained is through the Institute of Brewing and Distilling, mm-hmm. or uh, also known as the IBD, and they have a general certificate in brewing available, um, which is one step above the fundam- fundamentals um, certificate, I suppose you could call it. Uh, fundamentals would be like, you don't know what beer is, you're, you're trying to figure it out, you're learning. Um, they offer different courses uh, that you can take online. Um, they have a syllabus that you can follow, but more recently they've been updating each of their courses to involve an online learning system. So you take it as more of an online class than just a syllabus or like a PDF that you read through, um, which is what it has been in the past. Uh, so I took the general certificate in brewing. Um, it's it's for people that are in the uh, in the industry that do a little bit more than your average pub work, I suppose you could say. Um, it has a lot to do with uh, process from start to finish, uh, from grain to glass, so to speak. So um, I took that, oh, I think it was almost a year ago. I think it was last May or something. Um, I guess that's less than a year. <laughs> but yeah. uh, the, the next bit. step would be Diploma 1. Um, they have Diploma 1, 2, and 3. And if you were to go to brewing school at UC Davis, um, this is what that education would work you up to. Um, it, it kind of culminates in uh, having enough knowledge to pass these exams. Hmm. Um, so I've started to study for Diploma 1. Um, they were very kind to reach out to me after I did a blog post on the general certificate and they said, Hey, cool. Glad you're looking into this stuff. Um, Hey, if you want to give us some feedback, we'll hook you up with the learning information for, um, the new general certificate information, um, because they update it every so often to keep Mm -hmm. things, um, I guess in, in modern terms. And they said, we'll also give you the Diploma One information. And I was like, sweet. I'm already planning on starting to study for that. So that's, oh, cool. that's up my alley. So that's right where on. I've been at. So what's your end game in all of this? Are you eventually looking to own and operate your own brewery at some point? No. What, what, <laughs> what, okay, what's your, what's your goal? What, uh, ultimately, where do you question. want to wind up? That's a great question. Um, like heading Lagunitas or no, something no, 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 like no. that? No, I I honestly don't have a specific end goal, but I do know that becoming more educated is only going to help me in whatever I decide that I want to do eventually. Um, I'm kind of just taking it as it comes. As soon as I get uh, opportunities, I'm trying to take advantage of them. Um, Ever since I started working at Red Rock, which is where I started, um, I kind of told myself, you know, do what you're doing until you stop learning and then Mm -hmm. it's time to move on. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at and where I've been. Um, mm-hmm. If if I end up in a position where 
I've been there and I stop learning or I, I stop receiving learning opportunities, then it's not for me anymore. And I think that's really the only way that you're going to keep moving forward. So even though I don't have an end goal per se, as far as like, I want to own my own brewery or I want to be this or that. Um, I know that I want to be a couple steps ahead, um, more educated, learning more about things that I enjoy. And uh, I think that's an, an important thing to point out as well is I'm not learning these things because I want to get a promotion or a raise. Like, I'm, I'm learning it because I really enjoy it, and that's really where it started. Yeah. Um, I started studying for the uh, certified beer server exam, which is through the Cicerone certification program. And uh, when I started studying for that, I, I did it because I was like, yeah, this is cool stuff. <laughs> I like learning about this. And that rolled into certified Cicerone. It rolled into BJCP. It rolled into... <laughs> Uh, the IBD. So I'm just going to keep going with it. And where I end up is probably just going to be what I want. The more you learn, the more you'll probably have an idea of what you want to do with it. Yeah. And I I think also like any kind of beer education is a positive thing. I don't care if it's marketing, merchandising, sales, brewing, like it's, it's all related. And if it means that I can talk to people who do those things as opposed to Myself now, where I'm in a more production environment, where I'm producing wort, um, it I, it doesn't matter to me. I think it's all related and all important. So I'm never gonna look at something and say, "Ugh, I don't need to know that." <laughs> I think it's I think it's all good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I admire you for going to all, through all that. I've thought about, oh, I should do that too, and I think because I'm not technically in, like I'm not working at a brewery like you are. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, what's the point, you know, where is it going to take me? But the more I think about it, the more uh, the more I think it would be helpful to continue to learn as well because I don't know, you know, I, did, I didn't know I was going to be doing this stuff. I didn't know I was going to be writing a blog or yeah. being on a podcast and learning as much as I have already just through that. So, you never, like you said, you never know where it's going to take you. And um, Yeah, and just like a lot of industries, it's about who you know as well. So if I educate myself on something a bit outside of uh, work production or cellaring or, or something in production of some sort, and then I have a conversation with somebody and they're like, huh, you know what? Well, I want to talk some, sometime. Why don't we, uh, you know, see what you know and see if you can come over here. Not that that's what I'm looking for right now, but I think having those connections is really important um, because as this industry grows, and it's become more apparent recently that like breweries are closing up. Um, if you look at the Portland market, especially, which I feel is a bit more advanced than other beer markets, mm, like yeah. breweries are closing down and the people that used to work at them are going to try and go somewhere else. So yeah. the market's only becoming more saturated with people that are looking for brewing jobs. So if I slow down and say, hey, I'm good, I'm good where I'm at, I know what I'm doing, and like, what if what if the place that I'm at, wherever that may be, closes its doors, and then I find myself uh, just suddenly struggling to find a position somewhere where there's a lot of other educated people, well, then I'm out, I'm out of a yeah, job, I'm out of an industry, point. maybe. Yeah. So to, to kind of sit back and, and rest is a false move, um, in my opinion. Well, hmm. I, yeah, and that kind of makes me wonder about Utah. Um, it's still a very it's growing very much um, yeah the more the merrier here in this market i think yeah for now um but as much as i like uh love all these new breweries opening up i have a lot of respect for these breweries that have been around for a while Mm -hmm. like red rock and 
squatters and roosters because I feel like this is this is this U- Utah environment is just sort of unfriendly and even hostile to uh, the beer industry. So anybody who's been able to kind of keep it going like that through all of that and make something of it, I, I don't know. I think it's it's a little bit harder. I mean, it's hard enough to open a brewery and keep a brewery running. But to try to do that in Utah, of all places, seems like it's, I don't know, it's maybe that much harder. And, you know, having not opened one myself, I don't you know, I don't know from experience, but that's just what it seems like. It seems like it's tough. So uh, I, I don't know. I like to celebrate when these breweries uh, hit these landmarks like, like Red Rock just did yeah. this year. And, um, and uh, because I'm happy for them and also because Red Rock has been the reason why we do this blog – um, Bob uh, is the one that got us together. We talked about this, I think, in our first episode. <laughs> so if you want the full origin story, it's there. But um, he just saw an opportunity, saw a couple of women who really love beer and are passionate about it. And doesn't seem like there's a, you know, from his perspective, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of women out there who are is is passionate about it as we seem to be. And there's there's no reason why that can't be, you know, that there can't be more women out there getting into the brewing industry if they want to, because they're there. That's what I found just in doing this is that there really are a lot of women that are into it. So, and it's grown a lot. It's grown. Like, um, Jenny and I are part of the pink boots society, uh, specifically the Utah chapter. Pink boots society is a society for women in the brewing industry. Um, so, I mean, I myself, uh, work for Uinta brewing company as a brewer and Jenny, and I are blog writers for a beer blog. So mm-hmm. that counts us in just for that. Yeah. Um, but we started with, oh, I don't know, maybe between eight and 12 people. Mm-hmm. And it's grown to like 30 or something. Yeah. Like I, I'm astounded and amazed and really group happy now. for it. Yeah. Um, we had a meeting up at Roosters B Street um, just Monday. this past week. Yeah. On Monday. And um I was amazed. I, I thought maybe it being a bit farther north that we wouldn't get as good of a turnout. And I was like, wow, this is this is turning into a yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. Um, that's and awesome. that's, there were a lot of people absent that I, I knew are part of it. Um, so even more. Yeah. 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 There were people that weren't there, but there were still quite a few people there. Mm-hmm. So um, we actually just had our hot bombshells meeting last night, too. And it was the same thing. I was like a couple of new people had shown up. There was, you know, a full house ton of people and uh it's good to see so many women there participating wanting to learn about beer excited all that stuff so um anyway this is yeah we've gone off on this awesome little tangent i don't know that it's a tangent i'm glad you're talking (laughs) about it because i think the emphasis needs to be put out there uh for people listening in from other states and uh, you know the country and the globe really uh that utah is a, a very unique state yeah, um, true. And it can be frustrating, and uh, especially for women, I, I would think. I know I was raised by a single mom, not to sound like a sexist guy, like, hey, I know everything about the ladies. Uh, I'm just growing up in the environment here. Um, it's very it's, traditional. It's traditional. In a lot of very, places. Well, obviously very religious, and they're mm-hmm. just, I think there's certain aspects that still stick around even in this age that are... Uh, troublesome well there's always a lot of tension too between that culture which Mm -hmm. is very prevalent still and then this culture of you know all of us who Mm -hmm. love to drink beer who just kind of want to enjoy life i mean not that they don't but just we're we're not 
we're different and you know what we want in our culture sort of seems at odds with theirs a lot of the time they want to try to allow us to have alcohol but only to the point that they feel like you know there's a balance between it and oh we're not going to have you know the bad things that come with alcohol in our culture like somehow we're going to you know rise above that and not have that here because it's utah and we can figure that out like you know we're extra smart and special here we can figure out how to do that but uh but yeah there's always this push and pull between those two halves of the the cult the the population here there's not much of a, a division of church and state especially in relation to our drinking laws i mean we make right. jokes about it sometimes on this podcast, and <sighs> it's very involved and very deep rooted, and well, has been and will be. It's always it's just an ongoing issue. It is. It is. You know, and there's nothing wrong with the conservative nature of of, of individuals. It's just uh, you're right. The whole give and take. There's a lot more take yeah. than giving, and it can be difficult. Yeah. Well, they they want to protect their culture. Sure. And some of us would like to see things change mm-hmm. and be more normal, and like the rest of the country. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I think there's a pretty a pretty good section of this state that doesn't want to see that happen. So uh we just have to find a happy uh, medium. Some, yeah, some common ground mm-hmm. I hope and live and let live and I'm you know, the reason why we decided to start doing this podcast. I mean, Lauren and I've been doing the blog, but we kinda wanted to take the concept of what we were doing in the blog and bring it to a podcast format. And so I think all of us are passionate about that. Sure. It's not like we're getting rich here doing this, but what well, we could be if. Actually, you know, I think we're in the negative. Someday. To the yeah, truth, no, so. I think you're right. <laughs> if you would like to support the Crafty Beer Girls We really need podcast. to start. What is it? Patreon? We got to start a Patreon account. What's Patreon? It's, it's like a. It's like a Why not Matreon? Ma- <laughs> I'm not going to get rich on some fucking patriarchy. The Crafty Beer Girls podcast is being brought to you in part by Matreon, a new crowdfunding platform created by women for women. Matreon, pay up bitches. And by Athena Sugar Free Gum with a variety of different flavors. Four out of five dentists recommend Athena Sugar Free Gum. It should be noted that the fifth dentist is a man who is abusive, a deadbeat, and owes back child support. And now, back to your Crafty Beer Girls podcast with your hosts, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch. We have lots of yummy beer. Let's get it. Let's keep going. My glass <laughs> yeah. is empty. Mine is well, too. Here, have, By the way, the Partibles is okay. delicious. I, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about it. What are you guys um, thinking you about? You know, it's... It, it, uh, it's funny. It almost reminds me a little bit about uh, we're here at uh, Mountain West Hard Cider, where we usually record uh, a lot of our episodes. God, these guys when, are when so nice to <laughs> us. They really are. Um, this really is. I'm I'm going to start introducing it as the Mountain West Hard Cider Studios and Tap House. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me of their Cottonwood Hard Cider, which is a high point. Oh, this bearded. It's, it's, yeah, it's huh. a little dry. Sure, it's got a little. A little hint of that and yeah. champagne almost, yeah. uh, like a white wine a bit. Yeah, I would. This has champagne yeast in it. Yeah. Does it? Oh. Lauren knows a lot. Look it's got a little bit Bottle more conditioned with champagne yeast. About this. Because you actually wrote an article about Partibloom a while back, but you also used to, to brew it too. So you have a little bit of a. I had sense. a hand in its production. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very delicious. Those of you who are fans of Partibloom and some of the other barrel aged beers that Red Rock produces, may have noticed that there weren't really any 
releases this year. I think there was only Furlong earlier in the year. Are you talking about barrel-aged? Barrel-aged. The the popular barrel-aged Red Rock beers that people Mm -hmm. go and stand in line for. Um, they, it's kind of like, Hey, wasn't there supposed to be a, a rev and a part of bloom? And, um, you know, Sakale usually comes out in the fall. Haven't had that. Uh, furlong was like kind of spring, I think. And it's normally right around Christmas. So the reason for that was that they, uh, they didn't have a lot of space. They kind of ran out of space for the barrels. So they really had to put a hold on the program and they had to build a new warehouse, which they did. And now they've got space. And so if you guys are wondering where it went, uh, it's all coming back. Um, you're going to see some of that stuff. There is part of Bloom in barrels currently. Uh, so this 2018 is the last one that we've had, but there will be, I believe, a 2020. They'll, I think they'll call it a 2020 because it'll come out in 2020. Um, and they just brewed, I think they said they brewed Sakale recently. Um, I, I, I don't recall. I'm, well, Kevin mentioned it when we were talking to him, and I think that's what I he know. said. Um, I anyway. Didn't so he mention you know, they also kind of tweaked the recipe of the Sakale? I think it was not the recipe, but the barrels that it that well, they put it in. Right, yeah. because they they were using High West rye whiskey barrels and sort of that supplier. Um, High West is now owned by Constellation right, Brands right. and their other breweries owned by the same brand now get dibs on those barrels. Yeah, I think they're looking for a new barrel supplier that's so right if you need if you have rye whiskey barrels if you're a distiller and you have rye whiskey barrels and you want to give them to red rock mm-hmm. for their fabulous we're talking bock. to you sugar house distillery <laughs> which i actually reached out to them while we were doing the podcast to see oh. if he had uh, barrels yeah. available uh, yeah and they have they have done some some collaboration with uh, red rock already so mm-hmm. i don't know we'll see what happens but i'm excited that that's not going away and that we still have all of this and uh it sounds like there's going to maybe be some new uh, they, like they like doing some of these old favorites, but there may be some new ones that we haven't seen before. They did tease us a touch. They taught the te- last. They did tease us meeting. Yeah, yeah. So there's some new stuff coming up. And and all of this, by the way, if you guys are at all interested in um, what Red Rock's been up to for 25 years, I wrote an article about it, and I actually uh, interviewed Bob Jensen, Kevin Davis, and Chucky Lowe. Chucky Lowe is the like events coordinator and he's been around. They have a lot of employees that have been with the company for like ever, basically almost the whole time. Yeah. Um, The employees are pretty happy. there. usually, they're kind of a family. They take care of each other. They have this uh, like little fund that they set up where they all contribute. And if somebody's, you know, in need, if somebody's, I don't know, maternity leave or gets hurt or something happens and somebody needs money, they're always there to help you know, help each other out. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, they, they get some benefits and things like that. So it's a good place to work. People stick around and tend to be there for a long time. Um, but the other thing that they do is they, instead of advertising, they take all the money that they use for advertising and they spend it on um, trying to give back to the community, doing events, community outreach, uh, supporting nonprofits. They do a lot of that kind of thing. Chucky Lowe is the one who kind of oversees all of that stuff and they do about 150 events per year helping causes related to cancer and women's issues environment animals uh, lgbt things like that um i know one of their favorite causes is the camp uh, Kostopoulos, they uh, otherwise known as camp k and their dream foundation and what they're all about is just improving the lives uh of people through of basically of all abilities 
uh, through education, recreation, and growth opportunities. So they are helping all kinds of people doing recreation and, um, I don't know, I think horseback riding, stuff like that. Uh, and that's something that, uh, when I, t- when I talked to Chucky, he got really excited about, about like that one in particular. So, um, they love helping out. And if you guys actually know of a, of a cause that needs a brewery to come and help, um, you just contact Chucky. I think the, his email is actually in my article. <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to, if you want to contact him about, uh, having Red Rock come in and help, that's, that's always something that, that they can do. So. Where's that article at? It's on craftybeergirls.com. And of what? course, I'm going to link to that. I'm going to put that article into our show notes for this for this episode. So it'll be at your fingertips. You don't have to search too much for it. Um, but I encourage you to check it out if you're curious about um, kind of how Red Rock fits into the community and the things that they've done. They've also as I mentioned a little bit earlier, got this blog going and that was sort of as a way to encourage more women to, I mean, I guess the idea of having uh, the education be from a woman's perspective was hopefully showing other women that, you know, this is something that you can do and be, be interested in too. It's not just for guys. Right. So, I mean, I think it's for men equally as much just, you know, we, well, we, we yeah, people. we're not a blog we for women, enjoy, but, yeah. but there was, that was one of the thought, the, the ideas behind it was, mm-hmm. you know, this is different, you know, having, having the blog being done by women, having, even having a podcast. I don't know. Of, do you know of any other, I mean, maybe there are, we probably shouldn't. I don't know that I really <laughs> put that out there. Cause there probably be are some. Uh, we're probably I, I think the there's ones. female podcasts, but not in Utah that are oh, directly. Oh, well, not Utah. There's yeah, not that no. many Mm-mm. of us in Utah, anyway. No, that's true. As far as like podcasters, and yeah, we own it. Bloggers, I'm telling you. If you Utah. would like to rival us as female beer <laughs> podcasters yeah, in Utah, do it. Go for bring it. Bring it on, bitches. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. The more, the merrier. For real. Um, <laughs> Way to be empowering. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing you should go check out is um, go to Fashion Place. There's a uh, Red Rock Fashion Place. They do a holiday bottle tree around Christmas yeah. time. And so I don't know if that's up yet. That's something that sh- if it's not up, it will be soon. It's wouldn't it be after Thanksgiving. Um, okay, they're working on really it now. Uh, the s- they said that they were already getting requests for. They them have to put really it up. people yeah. want it at like Halloween. Yes, Chucky told me that they were even thinking about decorating it for Halloween, like getting after it up July and then decorating 4th, it. We put up the tree. <laughs> well, crazy. the problem is that they use the Griswold's holiday ale bottles for this tree mm-hmm. and so that doesn't come out until a little bit later in the season right so um i think it's it's hard right after halloween right but but in order to get the tree up they right. actually have to uh take other bottles and put the label the griswold labels on them yep <laughs> because they can't drink enough of the griswolds it's 380 bottles that they use for this tree and it's several levels. Right. So Mike's making a face. Um, in order to use the bottles, they will they just use the same bottles every year. That's I'm what sure. I was gonna say. And they just relay. No, they them. don't. They no. don't. Why? No, because they don't have enough room to store all those bottles. So uh, So what what they do what, is now I'm making Mike's face. Okay. <laughs> so what they do is when it's getting to be time to do the tree, they may not have enough Griswold bottles 
to just save because what you know they would just so take people empty order bottles them and they take the bottles and they rinse yeah them and so any bottles them. that are being whether they're griswolds whether they're something else they'll wash them and then they'll put the griswold label uh, onto see, the bottle and use it you know what would be kind of fun so, is if people were donating their bottles to the tree Sure. And they were able to I don't know collect money for like Toys for Tots or something like, hey, I've donated a bottle and $5 to the tree at Red Rock. There's uh, an idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that's <laughs> interesting. I thought they just, they took the tree down and they saved the bottles and then no. they built it every year. Well, I think it's hard to find storage there at the restaurant. They well, sure. Do well, I figured have... they just did it off site, like next door to us where we are and just put them in the bottle shop no. in some attic space or something. I don't think they have room for that. Oh. I don't know. But anyway, they have these plexiglass huh. discs that they use also that For they layers. do keep so they have uh like it's a chain link fence pole that they put in the center mm-hmm. yeah and, i've seen that yeah. um and then there's these like plexiglass discs that are that have a hole in the center and they actually just like stack the bottles mm-hmm. put the bottles and then they stack the glass on top of that and then the next layer so on and, so and then on they and have so the on. light bulbs in the center uh, that like light it from behind it's actually really cool when do you it's have done. a picture of that that you can I put do. on the blog so well, that yes. people can kind of get an idea of what it looks like yeah and last year i got kind of excited about it and i went and, and i talked to chucky about it and i took some pictures and i actually found another um like a another beer drinker that's local that that got the idea to do a bottle tree of his own so he made it his own little bottle tree it's different than the one that they have at red rock but uh i went and checked out his bottle tree too so um that's another thing i can put into the show notes but there's another article about holiday bottle trees if you're interested in <laughs> feeling, feeling so festive you ran into a fellow beer drinker that yeah. also makes a holiday beer tree he he kind of got the idea from seeing the red rock one no but kidding. yeah he's got his own like huh. tree at his in his den i went and checked it out too so, so you went to some random stranger's house <laughs> no, yeah basically he was walking down the street and, no. and you just like, so i went to this man's den and no I he's saw his he's a fellow member of the utah tree <laughs> he's a fellow member so of the nice. utah craft beer community so i i knew who he was so he's a trusted individual <laughs> he, yeah I, he was not a crazy man person in yeah. a van down he's by not the somebody river. who answered the ad to uh, drink with me from so many episodes ago <laughs> Did anybody respond? They didn't. No, because disappointed in you, yeah, fan really, base. I know. So if <laughs> you'd like to drink with Jenny, or we'll invite her I over to your house. Remember <laughs> you. Still one of my favorite episodes. Da, 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 da. Ow. Oh, you guys, we're living in the past. <laughs> guys, we got something here. Lauren's got a beer. Where did you get that? Yeah, what where is did that? you get? Oh, that? is that a barbarian beer? Oh it's my a god, barbarian beer. That's that's oh, a Boise beer. You better finish your. Is it Boise? It's yeah. a Boise beer. Boise. Oh, All right. It looks like something from you, back east. You want me to give you a minute or you want to? Mm. Should I chug the rest of my partabloom? Wow. Oh, yeah. All one ounce of it. Go. Get it. <laughs> hey, mm. don't tell them no, that. I, think, I, thought, I thought you meant the bottle. Like, yeah, oh. Chug the bottle. Come <laughs> yeah, on, Jenny. Chug the bottle. No, work it. No, it's Get like dregs in there. It's like 9 or 10%. Okay, I'm going to. Lightweight. So, Jenny, I would like you to try and pronounce the first word in this. Barbarian. I think you might have it. It's not fucking barbarian. Well, let me see. Let me see it. It's a barbarian beer. It's well, it's handwritten quite nicely in cursive, I might add. Like I, I'm supposed to read cursive. Okay, hold on. You can do it. Here. Cursive. Who even does that anymore? Careful, do they still teach that in schools? Well, look at that. That's first of all, a lot of Gewurz. words. That's a lot of word to write on a can. Go, on a, I see Gewurz. Are there unlots in that? Trumman? Trummer? Unlots. Were there unlots yeah, in the one, in the writing? At least Gewurz Tremit Trem Tremens. Oh, you're so close. You're so close. Gewurz Tr something. You're so close. I see an I. I see it looks like W. 
Gewürz Trivener. Gewürz Trivener. Trivener. Try. Oh, oh shit! Damn I'm it. sorry, Mike. Oh, Mike. See? Well, pour yourself some. No, no. Okay. Oh, I got. Sorry. So. Let me check. Shit, girl. Chug you one ounce. Work it. Drink it on down. <laughs> oh, she's even got like a little squirt rinse thing. Wow. Got to rinse my glass. Lauren gave me shit about a dirty glass. Yeah, Ow. don't fucking drink from dirty glassware. Mm-hmm. Unless you're privately in home and nobody can see you. That's true. Good point. <laughs> you know. Then so what kind of... Wait. That's better. There you go. Sorry. There you go. What kind of beer is this? Okay, anyway. so... The title, um, very perfectly written in cursive on the label, is Gewürztraminer Sour. So my friend Julie went up to uh, Idaho and brought this beer back for me because she's the fucking best. Awesome. And um, Gewürztraminer is a grape varietal. So I don't know what they did to it. I don't know what the story is at all, but um, it's eight and a half percent. Holy shit. That is weird. <laughs> it's not like a weird like cereal yeah i've never like, had it before i have it, no idea there's something that remind, it rind, reminds there? me of hold on <laughs> i didn't do that he's like well. let me bash the can on the <laughs> glass whack <laughs> that terrible it's kind of sweet is it yeah. yeah it's like sweet and sour Whoa. <laughs> I can't wait to drink this night. Wow. What is out. that? It's got some kind of like, I want to say it's like wheat or like wheat germ okay, or something like that. Okay, let me like describe that. this to you. We pour this. It's called a, ver- a Gewürztraminer Sour. Um, the appearance is gold, uh, a little bit hazy maybe, definitely. Um, retentive foam head. Uh, I'm guessing wheat just by appearance. Yeah. It smells like a sour beer, but more complex. Not so much kettle sour. It, it smells like it could be um, even a little bit wild. Well, knowing Barbarian, it might be. They do totally that be. kind of thing a lot. Wow. That. Have you been up to Barbarian, Lauren? Yeah. I have. Yeah, this is rather, rather sweet. Awesome. Um, wow. It's like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> We're speechless. I'm saying that because... Wow, the uh, huh? Uh, that tells a story. Um, yeah. Some beers are monotone; you taste it, and that's what you get. Yeah. This one you taste, and you're like, "Oh, this is this." Wait, wait. Whoa! <laughs> the, oh, mm. oh, oh, oh! <laughs> and it just keeps going. And even now, like I've only had one sip, and I'm like, "Wow." Uh, mm. huh? Do you get? Do you get that like? Uh, gr- some sort of grain character. Yeah. That I'm so the yeah, the I finish like is cereal. is very forward with Cheerio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which Maybe is that's called what it was. THP. Oh, what is tetrahydro tetrahydropyridine? Tetrahydropyridine. Yes, that's right. Let me let me look it up. <laughs> let me fact check myself. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a compound that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's a compound um, <laughs> that usually comes from wild yeast. And it smells or tastes like Cheerios? Yeah, it comes off as like Cheerios or they, oh, they consider it mousy. Oh. Um, mousy? Like mouse turdy or no, mouse like cute little Have you ever face? smelled like you're a like mouse? a mouse has been here? No. When it's dead? <laughs> no, not a dead mouse. Nope. Please, not, not a dead mouse. <laughs> An active <laughs> mouse. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Did I miss something? Dead mouse. Because <laughs> it's a dead mouse. Is a you don't know dead mouse? It's is an EDM artist, electronic dance music. No, dead mouse. Uh. Oh dear. All right, kids. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad I Jenny it. laughed. <laughs> I thought I was funny. Oh God. Oh, we're drunk. Mm. No, we're not. Well, we're, we're trying to get mouse nerdy is a now. Unique, that's a unique descriptor. I don't get that from this. No, I don't get the mouse Cheerio part. for sure. The, like, peer, the Cheerio. Or yeah. like, it's sorry, what, I'm like, typing purity and I'm like, yeah, the Perio. Google dead mouse. Perio. Yeah, tetrahydro. It's H Y D R O. Tetrahydropyridine. T H P. Just. Yes. Okay. Uh, just reading this off of Google. Aroma, compound, and flavor that gives baked goods such as wheat bread, mm. popcorn, tortillas, their typical smell. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting from this. I don't know if I've ever noticed that in a beer before exactly, that particular. I've noticed it in some Brett beers before. Yeah. Um, this is rather strong, especially on the finish. I don't perceive it as an off flavor. No. Per se. Uh, just kind of another... Interesting line on the story that I get from this. I, it cool. seems intentional to me. That's what I get from it. It's uh, it's, it's a ride. Um, yeah. it is. I compliment it's a really this good beer, beer for being as complex and storytelling as it is because you don't get that very often. It's something you know? that we've drank on this podcast. Uh, this and the shades. Um, thai thai, thai, uh, yeah. yeah. The, these two are like, wow. I really it's like different. that. A lot, and I'm surprised too because I'm pretty sure this is a uh, not a crowler fill, but perhaps a one-off. It says it's eight and a half percent as well. I don't get that at all. No, uh-uh. no, I don't taste no. that. I get like maybe f- six, just to my taste buds. It was canned on October 11th, and today we are on November 15th. So this was canned a over a month ago. That's still I'm kind of blown away. Very fresh. Can um, I have some more? Of course. Thanks. I no. Get like a very. <laughs> I will cut you. Numb for you. <laughs> I get like a very candy forward yeah. um, mm-hmm. flavor, and then it kind of just. Wow. Yeah, I, I I like those guys a lot. I went and I'm good. I, I still got some. Oh, um, screw you then. The the tartness kind of winds down into more of a sweet tart, but. Mm-hmm. More of that, like, powdery candy, like, you just took the whole goddamn packet in your mouth and crunched it up kind of thing. Um, like, like Fun Dip? Fun Dip yeah, with like the little chalk dip. stick. Oh, yeah. I no, love that No, it really is. Candy. It's like, it has that mm. slight chalkiness to it. Um, I said I was okay, and then I took it anyway. And Thanks. then I get, like, the Cheerios <laughs> and, like, the wheat. Um, yeah, wow. What's that stuff that you, like, is it wheat germ that you can sprinkle on stuff? Like, on ice cream or... Or is that like or wheat? That's what is, that's like some hippie stuff. I don't know. I just I just <laughs> had this. Me- you know how germ. you taste something and you like it jogs a memory. Heard of wheat germ? You can use that to like bake with. I feel too. like you guys are just no wheat germ is way above my thing. head tonight with what? your aged. <laughs> this like, coming from excuse someone me. that holds degrees in, in yeast I do and not hold a degree and, in and yeast or kind, really uh, no, almost anything else whatever it's <laughs> beer uh, you would think I would you would know what wheat germ is you know there's nothing that can take the place of years okay, of li- life lived 
That's true. It's I'm just, saying within the context. Between like, the I two of us, you're a child, fucking Warren. ice cream. Who sprinkles wheat germ on I their think, ice cream? I think. <laughs> what does that mean? Why would you do that? I think it was like something that we did when we were like, I mean, when I was a kid. Why? Like we didn't. I don't know. Like we didn't have money, or like my mom didn't Whoa, want us. Whoa! Is this like poor people sprinkles? What is? Yeah, this? basically. Well, it was a way to get the kids to eat something that was supposed to be healthy. I think. <laughs> It's kind of like a tub of ice cream. Yeah, is so that weird? Did nobody ever do that? Wheat germ sprinkles. Here you go, honey. Sprinkle it on your ice Here's your, here's your, your big bowl of ice cream. cream sprinkled with broccoli. Mmm. No, enjoy. but wheat germ is actually doesn't taste bad. It's actually kind of good. I've had it. No, I just I thought you used it for baking. I didn't know you would sprinkle it on stuff. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember. High? I sw- <laughs> I should Maybe. be. Mm. I'm not. I'm high on beer. I'm. Is that possible? Lost. Sorry. Me too, but it's very entertaining. It may just. Can be... you bring some wheat germ for the next podcast? That's a great Maybe idea. Sure. Sprinkle it sure. on top of our beer. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that. And call it do beer that. sprinkles. No, really. Do... Why are you making that face? Why didn't you make it when you were eating ice cream with wheat germ yeah, on top of it? Yeah, what the fuck? Because that was a childhood memory. <laughs> all right. I don't want to shit all over your childhood that's memories. True. I don't but that's not really feel bad. weird. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand. Okay, listen. Okay. I'll just I'll just back up and I'll say when I was a kid, I used to mash up potato chips and mix it with ketchup and eat it. Oh, that's <laughs> weird. You know, we used to take like oh. Cheerios and, and it dip was them delicious. In I'd still do it. Too. Oh, potato chips no, no. and butter. No, no Cheerios. We used to take like because we were talking about Cheerios earlier. Like we take the Cheerios. You and can dip a Cheerio in something. We just dip it in a like a butter like Tiny butter and fingers. We were like kids. Uh, yeah. We I came home from yeah. church and we were like, we yeah. want a snack. Yeah. I once or, or twice ate the heads off of burnt matches. <laughs> this is just getting makes, weirder and makes, weirder, you guys. Mike wins. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that's about. I don't yeah. either. But Wait, I why though? That. I don't why? know. Was it a I like dare? The, the, no, I. Do you have like a, a vitamin or mineral deficiency? Mm, kind of grew up in poverty and in, in this house. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys are trying to pull a poor card. Like I grew up poor too. That's some bullshit. Nobody eats the heads off of burnt mass- matches. Like I, what? If you're a pyro and what? you just love. No, 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 no. Come on. Look, I wasn't a pyro. Uh, where I grew up, just three blocks from where we're at. My old childhood home is still there. There was uh, this little radiant heater that ran off of gas. That's the only thing that heated our entire house. And it was a fairly big house. It was three bedrooms, one bathroom. It was a fairly large space. But this little radiant heater is what provided heat outside of a uh, fireplace that we had. So sometimes when I got older, it was my responsibility when it got a little bit colder to light the pilot light to this heater that would then flame up and then start the radiator. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I would do that, for whatever reason, as a kid, because I'm dumb, I would light the match. We had wood stick matches. Uh, There were some older matches in there. I'm like, oh, I was like eating paint chips almost, but I was eating. (laughs) That's true. Did it like smell good? How old were you? I I don't know. I was probably... 14, no. 19. Did you, get high. did you get high I off was of 40. it? Or? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, there was, we did weird stuff when we were kids. Cause no, it, no it I didn't get high. I didn't snort it or anything. I would just, I, for some reason, the charcoal <laughs> flavor, I, I don't know, remind me of a campfire or being in you know the Cub Aww. Scouts. and I, I don't know, but I would nibble huh. on those like, 
Oh, that's that's kind of. I can't believe I'm sharing this. Well, story. we would nibble love on it. like <sighs> blades of grass Jesus sometimes. Christ. I remember doing that. Well, I did that. I ate dandelions too. Yeah, dandelions. I ate cat food <laughs> one time. <laughs> one time. So uh, we fed our cat this stuff called tender vittles. <laughs> I tender do you remember vittles? tender yeah, vittles? I do, yeah. And I was like, uh, damn, that shit looks dope. And so, like, as a kid, I was like, <laughs> Mama ain't looking. I'm gonna try them tender vittles. <laughs> them tender vittles. They is weren't good, and I never tried them again. <laughs> Of course, it's cat food. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. You know, it's a good thing my mom wasn't looking because I figured it out for myself. True, and she I would think have I like did left her hand. And you would I'm have sure that I knew craving. eating the tips of yeah, matchsticks. Yeah, but you liked that, it. Uh, I might try it again. I don't want to shame you. <laughs> just bring them in next time. You know, maybe share. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> I'm serious. I'll try. I think it's time for a break. The Crafty Beer Girls podcast is being brought to you in part by Tender Vittles Skittles. Fun, bite-sized candies with a hard shell that taste like cat food. And by Poverty Matchsticks. Not only do these matchsticks provide heat and warmth, they are also edible. And by the upcoming holiday album from EDM artist Dead Mouse. Entitled Christ Mouse, the album will feature all of your favorite Yuletide cheer and Christmas hits to some sick drum and bass beats. Every album sold will come with ecstasy and glow sticks. And now, back to your Crafty Beer Girls podcast with your hosts, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch. In bringing all of those weird things up that we've ingested in our lives, um, I do think that it's one of the more interesting things that people mention as they're tasting something for the first time. Like, one of my favorite things sitting at a judge's table is, uh, you know, he'll start talking about a beer and somebody will say, well... I think uh, 1643 has a lot of uh, uh, some sort of like candy from my childhood or something very specific that may relate only only to them. Yeah. But occasionally will relate to another well, person like at the table and they're like, holy shit. You're so you're right. right. It's like you and the cow so tails. Yeah. Like I fucking love cow tails. Like I brought yeah. a, a bit of them. The Getz's, um, they're, they're kind of like massive cow tails, but sliced into little bite sized pieces. Um, but I think that's one of the fun things about tasting things yeah. with other people is they have individual experiences that sometimes overlap into other people's experiences. Right. And so. as soon as they say it, you're like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. Well, it's like your thing with the fun dip. I'm like, oh, my God. Fun, hey, dip. fun dip. Oh, I love or the Or like fun we've dip. all had Cheerios at some point. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So. Or yeah. matchsticks um, that have been mm, lit, maybe. Mm, mm, no. cool. Anywho. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Good, oh, good stuff. Actually. What? I didn't used to eat the the matches, but my friend <laughs> thought it was really cool that she could light a match and then like put it in her mouth and extinguish it, and then like open her mouth and like blow the smoke out. Oh my god! This is when we were like maybe seven, seven years old. Wow! Well, she didn't burn herself on it. Maybe I'm she sure did. she did. I might have tried it once or twice, but you know, don't that's you think the you would remember that? that it, uh, it seems like it would burn your mouth. We did a lot of stuff with fire. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm glad you're we still here. We lit her lawn on fire one time. Oh, your what? Your lawn? No, it was hers. <laughs> her lawn on fire. Yeah. <laughs> How did you manage that? Uh, was it dry, or did you pour it was like really an dry. accelerant on it? No, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. What? So, How break. do you know? What? Stop! <laughs> what? Did you like no, pour gasoline? No, it was just dry. Just Jesus, no, he didn't. No, mm-hmm. it was dry. Hmm. Is there an fireworks. open investigation somewhere about this with no, law enforcement she, that you're worried about? Her mom was mad. Uh-huh. But I'm sure she was. It's only like 15 feet long. That's a bit. Yeah, they had a big one. 
Okay. How did you put it out? Was it the hose or did the fire department <laughs> actually show up? <laughs> no, they didn't show up. Oh. We figured it out. We we first ran um, inside the house and got like pots of water <laughs> and realized that that's not going to work. And then she got smart, my friend, and she went and got the hose. Yeah, that's that would have been my first guess. Well, we were like seven. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't eat you know matchsticks head. I yeah. stand by it mm. and I'll do it again. Okay. We'll see. Jenny, what's that? <laughs> Yay, Lauren asked me what it was. Okay, cool. So remember when we had Mike Domowski on our podcast? Wow, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so he he has this uh, new company called Taproot Soda. He does craft soda, which is uh, organic, made with cane sugar. Some of it's made with honey, I've noticed. Uh, anyway, Mike is finally getting his... Uh, soda out to the market you might be seeing it around pretty soon um i happened to bring a can of the blackberry mint uh, that was an appreciation yeah yeah okay uh, am i not allowed to burp on the podcast <laughs> not in the middle of you know her oh sorry i'll schedule my burps differently next time <laughs> jenny carry on <laughs> well i'm about to give you some soda so you're really gonna belch but sweet um so one of the cool things about these sodas is, I mean, besides the fact that they're good soda by themselves, they also make really cool mixers. Um, mm. I had a lavender, lemon lime lavender one the other day, and I put oh. it with beehive gin, uh, the jackrabbit gin, and that was pretty awesome. Um, but today I thought we'd try um, the blackberry mint, and we'd make like a little mint julep out of it, a blackberry oh, mint julep. Okay. Uh, with I, I brought a little bourbon. Oh. So. Oh. What if we try that? Does mm-hmm. that sound good? Yeah. All right. Do it. Sweet. Make well, it happen. I'll just reach over to my uh, stash of booze that I bar brought cart. with me. Mm-hmm. Jenny's bar cart is brought to you by Mountain West Hard Cider Recording Studios and Tap House. <laughs> Woodford Reserve Distiller Select Bourbon. Mm, those are really nice glasses, by the Tap way. Taproot soda. Oh, these are just, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, these are just Sorry. a little thing. You just know. little things. Oh, just little crystal oh, glasses that you I got in the wedding gift. Mm. They're only... So how much... I don't know how much bourbon I should give y'all. You don't want bourbon, Mike. Is that right? I don't care. Put in I something will take some with alcohol. If I not, just give me the bottle. have a bicycle to ride. <laughs> and you can ride a bicycle if you are inebriated? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm going to keep this kind of mellow because we don't need to get too nutty. Uh, Maybe just a little. It's too I mean, late. Kind of, no. really. I'll take what I know. Yeah. Yeah. What what is that you're pouring? Bourbon? It's just um my one of my bourbons that I have on hand. From Woodsur- Woodford Reserve. Okay. Distiller Select Bourbon. Okay. I mean, Thanks for sharing all the dope shit with us all the time, Jenny. You're really the one that's like holding down the dope offerings. I wanted to bring treats And today. I appreciate that. Don't that's worry. A lot of I treats. brought us some getzes. You did bring us get getzes and thanks for figuring out the proper pronunciation. I'm gonna Double check it again. Getzes. Getzes. If you're a fan of the show, which, you know, probably not, but, you know, we had some <laughs> cowtails a few episodes back, which is out of Wisconsin. Is that what we figured out? It's, a, it's like a candy uh, out of Wisconsin? I think it's, well, that's where I purchased it. Right, but I think it's from, I think it's from Maryland? I'm going to look it up right now. So, East Coast. Anyway, it's a delicious candy if you've never had the uh, cowtails, but it's made by a company. We couldn't quite figure out the correct pronunciation of their name. And Lauren has uh, educated us yeah, and said it's Getzes. Getzes. Yeah. G-O-E-T-Z-E. 
Getz, and it has an apostrophe S, so it Getz's. is Getz's. What do you think of your um, mint Ooh. julep, your blackberry mint julep? I haven't had it yet. I'm um, just holding it in my hand at the moment as I... Sorry. I thought you were thirsty. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm really thirsty, you too, but I'm checking Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I get, like, the minty julepy part of I'm it. I'm getting the soda. I'm not even getting the bourbon. Well, it... You know, since we shared one 12 ounce can between three of us, I only put is it an ounce of bourbon in each one. Just bourbon and soda? <laughs> yes. Just to clarify, okay? Yes. I do get a lot of herbal character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I could see that. Actually, I don't know where the herbal character would come from. Mint? The mint. I'm getting the mint. That's an herb. Correct. Is there lavender in this as well? I no, the, the lemon lime that. lavender. Um, Wait, what is this then? This what? Is not no, this is the blackberry mint. Oh, okay. The lemon lemon lime lavender was what I mixed with the gin yeah, the other getting, day. You're throwing me off because that's what Sorry. I was expecting when I. No, saw this the is can. blackberry mint. It's a, like Kay. a mint julep. The other thing I thought about doing with this was making um, like a oh shit a mojito. Sorry, Mo- I, I yeah. don't know where I went there. Mojito. Uh, so I was gonna make a, mo- a blackberry mojito with it, but I would have wanted to put um, lime juice with it, and I didn't feel like buying fucking limes today so but you could do this with uh with rum and some lime and that would be good too i think this is nice it's like it doesn't have any alcohol in i it. know right yeah is it okay does it live <laughs> up to your standards of course does it i don't have any standards jenny does it like quench your thirst it does but i'm almost empty again anyway these sodas are are made to be not too sweet the idea is that not everybody wants sickly sweet soda. Maybe you want something that's a little healthier than your average soda. So uh, the, the other one that they have is, um, okay, now I'm going to space on that. Wasn't it lemongrass? Or did Black you, yeah, lemongrass. Lemongrass and ginger. The ginger and lemongrass is, yeah. is one I think I can make a yep, nice yep. Moscow mule out of, so. I want to try that. Hey, can I see the can? Absolutely. The cans so are really cool. So did you cool. go down there to buy these or how did you obtain um, this? I got them from uh, Mike Damowski just kind of set them aside for me. And well, that's nice. He he knows I like to take pictures, like sure. pretty pictures of things. People don't like, hit me up for pictures. They know my pictures <laughs> are shit. <laughs> your pictures They're are like, not shit. They're like, we figured it out. Half your photos look great. The other no, half looks like, okay. No, and yours like, are good too. Clearly one of you knows what you're doing. You, you can find them at taprootsoda.com. The <laughs> well, nice. so in just talking about some things that are happening around Utah, mm. we got a new location of uh, Slackwater. Slackwater is originally an Ogden uh, scene for, it's a restaurant, it's a pizza place, I think. Pizzeria. For, for beer nerds, basically. <laughs> <That's awful. laughs> sorry. Pizzeria. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Jesus. It's a Baitzeria. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> and they have Sorry. a lot of beer, lots of, of a beer selection. <laughs> beers from out of the state, beers from in the state. Like you look, you go there and you go behind the, you look behind the bar and they have these giant fridges full of beers, lots and lots of beers. So, um, if you guys don't know, Sandy is south end of the valley. It's where I live. It's not downtown. It's a place. It's not a person. <laughs> this it's not bar a dog. is not located inside of a woman. You know, <laughs> or back, a man. Back oh during my, my days working in radio, and people would call in from Sandy, Utah. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sandy. Tell her I said hi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I'll tell you though, we do not have Gazinga, a lot of Gazinga. <laughs> so in, in Sandy, you types. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. 
Jenny's getting mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I just need to. I just don't we're know totally, when. We're totally. Okay. Sorry. No. Sorry. Slackwater. Go. So, sorry, I just I didn't don't know to when to like it. shut the fuck up and let you guys go. No, you should or, never. Like, try All the time. To, okay. You should. You should. Yeah. Go on. Carrie. Because it was really awesome on. what you guys were doing there. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Jenny, Jenny doesn't Whoa. bite that often. What does she do? Oh, Man, that was like a kick right to the balls. Yeah, because you guys are so oh, funny. Shit. Shut the fuck up. Let me talk. Says Jenny. <laughs> Carry on, Jenny. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know I'm why I bothered to try you to know talk what? about Here, actual things. I'm just gonna turn my mic off. <laughs> no, I'll turn it off for you. No, Lauren. And mine too. No, <clears throat> you're. You're valued, Lauren. <sighs> You're a valued member of the podcast. <sighs> I turned oh, it back turn on. It on. I did turn it off. No, oh. I'll just Okay. So Oh my god. <laughs> you guys. Oh, come on, go. <laughs> no! This is so bizarre. I'm just going to talk to myself now. You're not ta- we're right here. Okay. Okay. <sighs> So anyway, I live in Sandy, and there's not very many places to drink. There's a bar named Sue, and it's kind of a dive bar. They have some good beer, but it's kind of a dive bar. But uh, we're so excited that we have Slackwater now. We went to the soft opening. I saw Mike there. He was hanging out. Your your mic's not on, dude. I was. Yeah, there you go. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. This is a, a group effort, you guys. Uh, fine, sorry. Yes, I was there, and it was a really good time. I was uh, invited by, can I say who invited me? Our because good, it wasn't either one of you two. Our good friend, I did invite you. After the fact, you're like, oh, wait, we got invited? I didn't even, we like didn't even know we before. were invited, so. That's true. <laughs> we didn't check our messages. really dropped the ball on that one, but oh, that's okay. God. We don't look at all of our messages. Listen, I'm going to chime back so in. Popular. I'm going to turn my microphone back on. Oh, good, please. I can drop as many fucking balls as I want. Uh, I'm not trying. <laughs> Tim Heron of the Utah Beer News and his wife, Amy. The better <laughs> beer podcast in the Salt Lake Valley. Better beer podcasts. <laughs> Incorporated. Be <laughs> Might as well just call it that. <laughs> Betterbeerpodcast.com. Anyway, Ser- serious invited, beer podcasts. He invited uh, me to <laughs> the opening of Slackwater. Yeah, <laughs> and and it was it was quite fun. Guess what my pizza was called that I had? Better beer pizza. Tastes like burning. <laughs> That's what it was called, literally. Tastes Why? like burning because it tasted like burning. It was burning like. Is that what? something you want? Fuck yeah. What does that mean? Oh. It was jalapenos so like and like different peppers. Oh, and oh. It oh was that ghost? makes a lot well, more jalapenos, sense. Jalapenos, that's one thing. Is it ghost peppers it, or something? I, uh, I, I, Jesus, Warren, I felt that. Okay, continuing on. Jenny's uh, getting it, it had jalapeno. I'm just. I think I, we're freaking her out. I'm, tastes like burning. Okay, so when you say it outside of context. Like I didn't know what that meant. I'm I'm still on like you ever watch the Simpsons? Mike eating matchsticks. Do you watch the that Simpsons? were previously burnt? Okay. Yeah, uh, the Simpsons. Yes. Okay, that's where the reference is. Uh, what's that? Like the little neighbor kid? Yeah. Not Millhouse. The uh, uh, the dumb one. The the uh, <laughs> I choo choose you. My cat's breath smells like poop. Yeah. Or something like yeah. That. I choo choose yeah. you. He had like a yeah. yeah. Um. Help us out if Ra- you could. Let Ralph us know. Wiggum. Ralph? Ralph, Ralph Wiggum. Wiggum. That's huh. right. Chief Wiggum's son. Yeah. That's right. Huh. Little Ralph w- Wiggum says, tastes like burning. 
And that's what the pizza was. I and like it had that. jalapenos and it had chipotle peppers. And I think it had red pepper, like probably the red pepper flakes in the sauce. Hmm. It was one of those things where you start eating it and you're like, oh, yeah, it's got a little heat to it. This is cool. And you get about halfway through it and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> this is going to hurt. <laughs> wow. I'm in for it. <laughs> what have I done? So were you so drinking was a lot of water or beer? To I did drink some beer. Quelch yeah. that? Yeah, right. I drank some beer. I had a... What fat? What? Quelch. Quelch. Isn't that the word? Quelch. Quench? The quench. Well, not quench. Quench. I you said horse fat. Squelch? Hor- no, she... <laughs> you said she was drinking horse Qu- fat. Is it quench? Guess... Is that what you drink no, when you No, quench your thirst, but when you're trying to um, subside a S- burning... Squelch? Squelch the burning? <laughs> I, I give up. Quench, <laughs> scrunch, moving Screech. on. Oh, for God's Grinch. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's going through. <laughs> My glass is empty, by the way. Why is this? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. okay. We have to like announce this every time our glasses are empty. Um, okay, we talked about Slackwater. No, no, no. Let's talk more about Slackwater. Jenny, you had no, we're good. You we had, had my mouth things. is burning. Or we have a lot of things called? to talk about. We don't have to just talk about slack well, water. Well, you can't just start talking about it and stop talking about it. I don't even know where I was. I was just talking you about... You were talking about the pizza. How it was burning. And then I had a nice beer, and the beer was really good. What was What'd the you beer? have? I had a two-row beer that I hadn't had, a Czech Pilsner, and then I nice. also had... They had on draft um, something from Montana. Yeah. It was the Loose Boots from Roadhouse. Yeah, Roadhouse. So okay. I had a couple of good beers. Shout um, out to Mikey Fresh. Yeah, and I didn't uh I know I realized later that the Uinta Hazy new five mm-hmm. percent um hazy, hazy nosh, nosh yeah. was on draft that I didn't I kinda didn't see it, so I didn't try that yet. But anyway, there's lots of options of beers there. So if you're in Sandy, right. you don't have to drive well, if you're in Salt Lake, I, I don't know if you want to come down to Sandy because you have other places to drink in Salt Lake, but uh it's nice that we don't have to drive to uh, Ogden anymore for for a little slack water experience. Yeah, so but I'm going to Ogden's a good time, so don't deter oh, no. people from going to hey, Ogden. I'm There's not, other things in Ogden. Look, I'm right. not, I'm not, uh, you know, knocking that. That's great, but it's like about an hour drive. So sure. if you don't want to mm-hmm. drive an hour to go to some breweries, some great breweries, get uh, sloshed sure. and some slack water and stuff. Right. Okay. You don't have to. I could actually ride my bike from my house to the slack water in Sandy. That's so nice. It's down by. Um, uh, South South Town. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to say um, when I worked at Red Rock and, and other places, uh, often we'd have tours come through of either like different bars or companies or what have you, and they just want to get educated about your product. And uh, I must say Slackwater had the best participation of their employees in their, oh, cool. their um, different tours that they would take around uh different locations breweries yeah. or cideries uh, they go on field trips there yeah their their field trip program or whatever they call <laughs> it um was really great oh, and cool. i got to see their crew come through a few times when i worked at red rock and uh i was like damn you know what like they care about their employees so if you need a job and it shows like apply it if i liked serving (laughs) i would maybe try to work there because they seem to really care about um their employees and their their education and the fact that like you can go to you can go to other places and maybe get a fine experience but it seems like the people that are there really want to be there cool and that says a lot for 
you as a customer potentially yeah, absolutely um yeah oh, thanks for that, that. that's a yeah. that's a great contribution the crafty beer girls podcast is being brought to you in part by it's the pits specialty deodorants and antiperspirants comes in a variety of scents and is sensitive on razor burn so the next time someone from the opposite sex approaches you and says wow you smell good raise your arm in empowerment and say it's the pits and by peanuts a delicious gluten-free snack that goes well with any craft beer and also provides healthy firm stools peanuts eat some today and by the utah beer news podcast a better more professional podcast available at utahbeernews.com and now back to your crafty beer girls podcast with your hosts jenny schaefer and lauren lurch so uh <laughs> proper has a new barrel-aged imperial stout that we got to go and try called monolith so what did you think of that beer? To my knowledge, to my memory, uh, the beer is Grand Slancha, which is their imperial stout. Yeah. And it was aged in barrels that were first Grenache barrels. Grenache wine. And then rye. Rye whiskey. Rye whiskey. And then had the beer in them. Yes. And um, I was impressed that the Grenache came through. Yeah. But on a more subtle, um, complex note. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, I think the whole like imperial stout being barrel aged thing is usually a brewery's first go to for um, barrel aged anything. And yeah, should like, oh, put some imperial stout in it. Yeah. It's got to be a win. Um, but it's it no turned brainer. out better than I would have expected for a brewery's first barrel program. And it was experience. different. It wasn't you know the z- the same barrel aged imperial stout that you always get it yeah. i think the grenache wine it's uh, nice added something to it that just had a little extra complexity a little fruitiness maybe <laughs> uh so i really like that and then uh also <laughs> salt trying to take pictures salt flats or is also coming out with their first barrel aged beer it's the bourbon barrel did you bring some kilted harley scottish ale no it's not out until november uh, 22nd oh that was so painful November 22nd, you can go get some of that. And then when we were up at Rooster's um, for Pink Boots, I noticed that they had a bunch of barrels there at B Street. And I think it was after you left that we let, uh, Jackie was showing us the barrels. But do you remember if Rooster's has had barrel-aged beers in the past? Because I don't recall Mm-mm. them having barrel-aged beers. I think this is their first time, too. Um, I think it's a Baltic Porter and maybe a Barley Wine. Um, I can't remember exactly, but... Keep your eyes open for some barrel-aged beers coming out of uh, Roosters, B Street in Ogden. That should be pretty good as well. Um, Also doing some barrel-aged sours is Saltfire. They have the Mobius Trip that just came out, or it's coming out tomorrow. Uh, But I got an early one with raspberries. The first one was Blood Orange and Tangerine. I haven't tried it yet. I still... actually left that one at home but i brought the raspberry if you want to try it unless there's something else you guys want to drink anything really at this point you want to drink yeah because do you guys want to drink the mobius trip from barrel uh salt fire yeah Yeah. yay are you guys in a mood for a sour yeah Yeah. you feeling sour you feeling a little sour 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 sour. (laughs) so you guys haven't tried any of these have you no lauren you were still working at uh salt fire when they were putting these in barrels weren't they weren't you I, i did put them into barrels yes so it was a sour ale. It helped. Uh, they went into Chardonnay barrels. Yeah. 
Hold on. I, I want to get a beer pour correctly oh, for oh, the ASMR. Oh, shit. Sorry. Did I fuck it up? <laughs> I kind of got turned on. <laughs> oh, my God. How is mm. it? I heard it's very berry-y. Like it's less like the other one's more sour and this one's more sweet and raspberries. Yeah. Is it I? You tell me. It is actually quite sour, as raspberries can be. It smells it's like very dry. Uh, um, berry Captain Crunch mm. to me. That's what I get oh. from that. It's always childhood mm. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's always mm. that. That's not a bad thing. I just that's immediately what I thought of. I don't actually think it's very sweet at all. I'm not getting. I was expecting a little bit more sweetness from this because of what I was told. So. It reminds me of raspberry sherbet. Yeah, yummy. That's what it I get does. from that. Hmm. Refreshing. I feel like this is like this was supposed to be like sort of a segment where I'm talking about all the new stuff in Utah. And you're not. And it's just very like random. Uh. Like so random. Yeah, but there's it, why would it be random? Well, if it's hard to it's hard to go on to the next thing because I'm like, okay, and what's the right way to do this? That is the right way to do it because there's a lot of breweries here and they're there doing are, stuff. But so it's just like okay, and by the way, like. Then don't go, okay, <laughs> by the way, you go, uh, here, Salt Fire's got this, Salt Flats has got that. Also coming out is uh, blah, blah, blah from Proper and blah, blah, blah from whomever. And uh, by the way, we just happen to have some absinthe on hand from Holy Stone oh, Distillery yeah. that yeah. uh, has just come out with their uh, line of blah, blah, blah. See? It's easy. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Well, one Man thing blah, blah, blah. one thing I'm actually kind of excited about, I was just at the uh, Hot Bombshells meeting last night. And we have our meetings the second Thursday of the month. And so we all got together. And then the following Wednesday, we do a hoppy hour. So we all go and drink somewhere. And the next hoppy hour next week is going to be at Cerveza Zolupez. You oh, guys, in Ogden. Yeah. In Ogden. Speaking of Ogden, um, they are uh, very small. Uh, like five-gallon homebrew size uh, brewery. Like and it's been maybe very... the smallest. Yeah. It's been very difficult to get beer from them because they just don't have a lot to go around. Uh, wait, time out. I got to interrupt you there. I just saw a post from him where they're bottling I'm and getting distributing. To that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right, Mike. Okay. Uh, Thank so you. So <laughs> the beer that, that, that Cervez and Zolopez makes <laughs> is... Uh, so it's it's actually Mexican inspired. It's not actually it's it's all ales. It's not just like Mexican lagers or anything like that. But they use ingredients mm-hmm. that are inspired by the Mexican culture. And uh, anyway, I have had the chance to you know sample a couple here and there, but I really haven't had that much. So I'm really excited to go down there and check it out. Um, I know they're starting to uh, have 12 pack samplers in stores. Um, right now they're at Kent's and Winnegar's in Weber County, but they say they're going to be in Salt Lake and other areas soon. So my question, and I'm going to hopefully investigate this when I go, is how in the hell are they brewing that much beer now? Did he get a new system? Is he contract brewing somewhere? 
or what's going on. It's he's fascinating because having a twelve pack like that. He's a practicing attorney. Oh, is he? I didn't yes, know. Yes, he is a full time practicing attorney, well educated. This is like a side project for him. Yeah, super dude. Oh, he's I just, an awesome when guy. I, when I found out he was a practicing attorney, I'm like, how do you have the time to even do the, the small amount, small batch stuff that you're yeah. you're doing? It's incredible, and it's great beer. I well, really enjoy it. I think his parents or his dad own a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, and I think he's like right next to it. So they're sort of in conjunction with the restaurant. Um, he has his beer in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So when you go to eat there, I think it's called um, Javier's. Is the name of it? Oh. Is that right? Anyway, when you go talk to him, he, he's always at these beer festivals and he's got a booth and you go and talk to him and he's super enthusiastic. He's all excited about what he's doing. He's got like all of samples of his ingredients. Like this is what I'm putting in my beer. And I look at it. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Like he's into it. It, it seems like it's well thought out. Um, the beer I've tried has been, has been good. Uh, like I said, I haven't had much of it, but it seems like it might be pretty soon and we can all drink a little bit more of it when if you, you know, keep your eyes open for those 12 packs. Uh, we also have a new Pins and Ales in West Valley. Cool. You What's guys, that, Jenny? Got, now, what is that, Jenny? Pins and Ales is a uh, like recreational, it's like bowling and all kinds of shit. I think laser tag. An uh, entertainment arcade. center. It's an entertainment center, yes. Mm. Um, they have one in Draper. And it's owned by the same people that own Bonneville. Bonneville Brewing huh. in Tooele, mm-hmm. Utah. Mm-hmm. That's like out west of Salt Lake City. It's not something that most people would go out of their way to go to if you're on your way to Wendover. Which is unfortunate because it's a wonderful brewery. It is a wonderful brewery. Uh, Dave uh, Watson Watson is the brewer there, and he is great. And I've actually been out there for him. Yes, I went out there and visited, and it was awesome. You did. I was there when you visited. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah, you worked there. I did, and Mm -hmm. I kept getting in your way. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you were trying. You were trying to work, and I was like, Like, "How you doing?" I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm standing here. Yeah, yeah all right. But anyway, um, so if you if you want to get Bonneville beer and you don't want to go to Tooele, uh, you you go to the Pins and Ales, and they have like all all the beer they have is all Bonneville beer. You can actually go fill growlers there too. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But now they have a new one in West Valley. So if you don't want to go down to Draper, which is actually further south than Sandy, it's like way out there. But Sandy has a location. West Jordan has a location. Sandy does too. Yeah, they have a a, a location in. Uh, it's off of 106 South. I think it's across the street from Slackwater that we were talking about earlier. There seems to be a location. Okay. If I'm Somehow right. I don't know about it. I but might be incorrect. Now that I, I don't think they have that. a Pins and Ales. Pins and Ales is actually a bar. It is, but so usually in it's there. inside the All-Star Bowling and Entertainment. Right. It's All-Star centers. Bowling. We right. should say that. It's All-Star Bowling. Pins and Ales is actually a bar within mm-hmm. the All-Star. So you have all the, like, where all the kids are hanging out, and then you have the bar, and that's 21 right. and older. And it's all fancy schmancy in there. It There's, is. like, you know, really slick-looking booths, and yep. you can have your 21st birthday party there. Sure. And they have a really nice little patio. <laughs> is and that, like, just, a common thing? I don't know. It's They actually uh, have, like, little fireplaces. locations, yeah. Yeah. Brad Shepard, who owns. Having your 21st? Uh, at a bowling alley? Probably not. I don't know. Well, oh, okay. I don't know if you're 21st, but, you know, it, it's it sort of has a fancy sure. feel to it. So if you're kind of going out for a nice night out, but you also want to bowl. <laughs> like, and leave it's the kids in the entertainment area. Combination of sure. like bowling and ooh, uh, fancy. Well, I, think, I think the way to approach this is to say that families that, you know, like parents who drink and, you know, you got your kids, they can be in the entertainment center. They can do miniature golf and the laser tag and arcade games and all this fun stuff. But pins and ales, you go into the bar, have a couple of drinks, keep an eye on your kids, and no, have you, some fun. No, you go into pins and ales, you pretend kids don't exist. Okay, I was yeah. trying to 
not do that, but okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can keep your eye on the kids from the pins and Probably, arrows. I'm not a parent. I don't know. See, that's why I would. They're just, out there I'd somewhere. Suck at this. I would suck at being a parent. <laughs> I'd be like, kids, just have some fun. Daddy's going to the bar. <laughs> exactly. To get the hell away from you, you little snotty brats. So yeah. You're driving me to drink. But what's interesting to note about this particular location, I've been actually kind of excited about it. It's yeah. in Valley Fair Mall. Yeah. Valley Fair Mall for years has been struggling <laughs> to get new business. They've lost some businesses. Honestly, it's like an indoor flea market there nowadays. When I was a kid growing up, I would go there a lot. And it was a thriving mall yeah. uh, for that part of town because it was the only mall on the west side of Salt Lake County. Uh, and then it just kind of deteriorated. Deteriorate, that's a hard yeah. word to say, over the years. Uh, but now, Pins and Ales and Hobby Lobby have bought a huge, oh, like a huge portion yeah. of the mall. Because a lot of businesses moved out oh, really? and moved in there and took over all this space and remodeled so that they could have these big expansions. And it's really kind of fascinating. You've been in there recently? Uh, I walked by there when they were remodeling. Okay. And I'm like, wow, this is a this is a lot of space that they're getting. Yeah. So I'm Moving sure that's, uh, that's a big deal for Dave Watson out there at Bonneville Brewery and probably having to produce more now, beer. Yeah, he's having to brew a hell of a lot more probably. beer Probably. I wouldn't Fuck. doubt it. What well, size is his system? Uh, 10 barrel. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was actually, um, like I recently went over to Pins and Ales to get a growler filled because I was making beer cocktails. Um, There was this particular beer cocktail that called for pumpkin ale. I know that's not your favorite thing, Lauren, but I actually was going to make this beer tonight or this cocktail tonight because I was like, I'm going to show Lauren that a pumpkin beer can be good because... So many of I shit you not. No, it was the best cocktail. I'm gonna put it in my uh, my blog post about the the beer cocktails. Unfortunately, it was really hard to get pumpkin beer this year because the uh, people made less of it. Bite my the changeover tongue. and all that. Yeah. So anyway, it ran out kind of early, but there were a few places oh, that no. that I could find <clears throat> it. And one of the places was Pins and Ales because Bonneville Brewery uh, makes mm-hmm. a decent. Um, they do pumpkin beer. Um, and it was called Sleepy Hollow and it had, it was like, it was kind of like eggnog. That's why I know you would Ooh. like it. Cause it was like, <laughs> that does Lauren good. likes eggnog. She makes eggnog. It had Sleepy Hollow. That's a great name. Yeah. It had, um, maple syrup. It had rye whiskey, Ooh. uh, and it had like an egg and uh, apple brandy. And you just like Wait, blend that up. This was a cocktail. This was a or? cocktail oh, that okay. I made. I was like, mm, yeah, you put an egg in it yeah a a whole raw egg Mm -hmm. into it you blend that up really really well so it Mm -hmm. actually told me to shake it but shaking it in ice with a a freaking egg you have to shake it for fucking ever and it doesn't work that well so i forgot well if you shake it long enough but my arms got tired Mm. so so what i did was i got my immersion blender and i blended all that stuff up really really well until it was all nice and creamy and frothy and then i put the the pumpkin beer in it and a little bit of freshly grated nutmeg on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. That sounds I good. really wanted to make mm-hmm. it for you. I tried to go get more pumpkin beer. Um, they supposedly had some over at Craft by Proper. And they, they I guess they did, but it, they ran out. So I didn't do that. So I'm sorry, but, for clarification, Sleepy Hollow was the name of Bonneville Brewery's uh, no, no, pumpkin no, no. beer? Or am That's, I misunderstanding that? Sleepy Hollow is the name of the As cocktail the drink that, that I made. Okay. Yes. I so. see. But I ah. really liked it a lot. It, out of all, I've been kind of experimenting with cocktails, with the beer cocktails lately. And that was probably, I think I, I drank like three of those in one night. And I was like, holy shit. I just like had three raw eggs in a row. <laughs> you can't tell. stronger. 
I did. I felt really <laughs> strong. I didn't want to go to bed ever. <laughs> I just wanted to like go to the gym and like work out, get swole. <laughs> but I did bring us some treats. I don't know. Do you guys want some beer cocktails? Uh, yeah. Are you guys? Are you guys into that? That would be Say great. Okay. No. You know, we got some beer that's just sitting out well, here getting warm. So, what do you guys want? Do you guys want something to drink? Um. Hear this? That's an empty glass. Yeah. Should I'm we do the oatmeal it. cookie? Yeah. Yay. Sure. I think we should. Yeah. That just sounds good. So right. I have this fabulous book of beer cocktails. That's great. That you know, in the me. meantime, while you're looking through that and making the, cool. the cocktails, uh, could we try something else while you're making the cocktail? What do you want to try? Lauren has something. Do you she guys want to do that? Kind of. Or we, well, we all, you also brought that monolith that you, I know. we talked about it already, but. But we haven't had it. I didn't it. want to make you like open it. Well, I don't mind. I know you two had already been We've there already to the it. little party, and thank you for bringing me that. That was very sweet. I was very excited about it. Yeah. So it's been in my fridge you, since. You were kind of excited about the label of that too. I, I was mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a Stanley Kubrick fan. For those of you listening, uh, the Monolith label is uh, a take on a scene from 2001: A Space Odyssey, directed by Stanley Kubrick, based on an Arthur C. Clarke book. Uh, and I was really taken by it. I'm like, I totally connected with it. Like, this is great. I didn't even think about the fact that, you know, this is something new for proper to be doing as far as a beer is concerned. So, um, Ellie, who's over marketing over there at proper, who I've known for quite some time, she's super sweet. Got a big crush on her. Uh, she actually (laughs) got me a, a couple of posters. They have an original poster that's been released to the public announcing the release of monolith. They had a second version that uh, after careful consideration, they felt probably wouldn't be proper for proper. <laughs> so I got a copy of that as well. So she was nice enough to give me a couple of posters so I can get those framed. But yeah, I've been pretty excited about this release just because I'm a nerd when it comes to film. And I love Stanley Kubrick and can appreciate something called Monolith. That's I'm a just lot of watching the molasses. fucking amount of molasses. I know, right? That's Jenny what, is just pouring right? into a three, three ounces of molasses. Three? Fucking it makes shit. four cocktails, but we're going to make three instead oh, of four. it's going to be super rich. Wait, do you want me just to do half? No, just do the whole bottle. It's too late. Get on it. No, I mean, that's well. only an ounce and a half. That was a half oh of it. Oh, my God. Was it really? Yeah. This is an ounce and a half. This oh. Wow. Do it. Do Keep it going. up. Do it. Do it yeah. up. I actually haven't oh. tried. I've tried versions of this cocktail already, and but I didn't have the molasses yet. So this is my first time trying it with the molasses. I hope it's good. I hope it I'm sure it will be. I just think it's going to be uh, really rich because that seems like a lot. Like um, when I make pancakes with port. molasses, it's just, whew, that looks like it might be overpowered. Port is my love. After you're done pouring that, just give it to Lauren so she can have some drinks. This is some lovely ruby port. I've actually oh. never had it. Same well, I have thing. now. But. It's a reserve. Mm. Mm. Guys, if you've never had port. I don't know that I have. some Stilton. Some some blue cheese, Stilton. Stilton. That's a blue cheese. Yeah. Is it a brand or a type of blue cheese? Um, I believe it's a type. Mm-hmm. I'm rather illiterate about cheese. Me too. I know cottage cheddar, American, <laughs> sharp, medium, Colby. <laughs> Ooh, uh, good sound nice. there. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty good. Do that again. So this actually calls for Goldschlager, and I didn't. 
You guys, have you guys ever had Goldschlager? It's sure. Like a yeah, with the little chips in it. Yeah, it has the like local the gold chips, flakes yep. in it. Um, so I like to try to do I local haven't. stuff. You um, never had Goldschlager? No. Oh. I I just I was like you know I could buy this bottle of Goldschlager, but then there's this Porter's Fire, which is local. They make it in Ogden, and it's basically Canadian whiskey, cinnamon, and vanilla. So it's not quite the same, but it's cinnamon. So this is my my. Uh, I'm always for a local substitution twist. for Goldschlager. Yeah, Goldschlager is Swiss or yeah, Swiss cinnamon schnapps. Is it? Huh. Yes. Google that. <laughs> She's like, you fool! I googled that five minutes ago. Did you? I just looked at the the recipe book. Goldschlager is a Swiss cinnamon schnapps. <laughs> Is it really gold in the Goldschlager? Is it actual gold leaf? Uh, I bet it's not. Let's see. Can I have your glasses, please? Please? A liqueur <laughs> with very thin yet visible flakes of gold no, 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 floating no. in it. The actual amount of gold has been measured at approximately 13 milligrams in one liter bottle. Mike, may I have your cocktail glass, please? I was reading, and sure. And the final ingredient is oatmeal stout <gasps> from Wasatch Brewing Company. Oh. oh, yeah, baby. 12 ounces of that. So let's... 12 ounces? That's a 16-ounce can. Jenny, you brought a <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what> the... <laughs> Are you making fun of me? Yes. Hold on, four ounces yeah, each. I want to see, and then if we if we want to have more, we can have more. <laughs> so right. Utah, measure that just in case the DABC comes what? by. Hey, this is a fucking recipe. I follow the recipe, <laughs> and then I tweak it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's perfect. Jenny pouring the beer oh like, fuck God. you. <laughs> fuck you, Lauren. I'm pouring this. And I'm measuring it. Goddamn measuring cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right, you guys. I have three oh oatmeal cookies. Oh, those look delicious Cookie from here. me up. All right. There you go, Mike. Hey, thanks. Lauren. Dakashin. Ooh. Oh. Mmm, so frothy looking. Mm, very molasses. Is it too I do molasses-y? smell the rachsin. Holy shit. Does it need more? Um, it's kind of sweet. Mm. I knew that was going to be rich. Mm. Well, so what do we got to do? Although, How do we perfect this? Cookie. When it settles, it's quite nice. Do you want more, a little more stout in it? Would that help? Mm-mm. Mm, no. Or do you just like it? I like it like nice that. and concentrated. It's, it's a little on the sweet side. It's got a heavy kick to it when you first get it there in your mouth. Holy crap! Mm. Can you state the ingredients again? So this was supposed to make four cocktails, and it called for three ounces of molasses, three ounces of ruby port, an ounce and a half of Goldschlager, and twelve ounces of oatmeal stout. And you basically shake up all of the ingredients except for the beer in a shaker with ice. And then you strain that into your glass and your glasses. 
and then you top that with the stout and serve because you don't want to shake up the the beer yeah. right so usually you add that last but uh mm. yeah i think it's pretty good i mean maybe a little less molasses because it's kind of stronger than molasses it is because it's amongst it three is. of us i also got the, the i don't know the I dark kinda, molasses I'm digging it. the dark molasses has a little more flavor to it yeah, mm. i don't know I'm, I'm digging it you like it i it's do good. it's rich cool. but i dig it wow yay it's a success i'd put whiskey in it Whiskey instead of a bit more well, this is bite. whiskey. This is whiskey. This is co- uh, oh. Canadian whiskey, cinnamon, and vanilla. It's c- I or mean, I suppose put, like, some bourbon in it. Some bourbon, like you just could. just not like I'd. I, I prefer when I have an alcoholic drink. I like to taste the alcohol a little bit. Yeah, this is something I would serve to somebody that's like, I don't want to taste. I it. want I dessert. Want to get fucked So up. yeah. Right. So yeah. my Absolutely. my take on this cocktail is that it's quite on the sweet side. I tend to not like. Uh, sweeter cocktails but you know if I'm thinking of it as more of a dessert then like I'm okay with it honestly it it reminds me of Dr. Pepper with molasses that's I mean if you were like not wanting to taste alcohol this that's exactly what it's like Dr. Pepper with molasses these are all of the cocktails that I'm gonna put in this and I don't know if this uh, oatmeal cookie is gonna make it into the article or not it depends on uh, when I try them all, if which ones I like the best, because I have a bunch of them to try. Ooh, Mike's adding uh, coffee to his. Oh my God, that's that's a, good idea. a good idea. Anywho, these are winter and fall beer cocktails that I'm trying, attempting to make, kind of holiday, not necessarily holiday, but just colder weather, something a little bit more sweet per- perhaps sure. warming some of the ones i'm going to be making are actually um are warm they're going to be warm cocktails like oh. hot toddies sure um for obvious reasons i didn't do that here but it would be kind of hard to do that in this lovely recording studio right speaking of which if we could just uh interject there here at the mountain west hard cider recording studios and tap house <laughs> uh aren't they what, what do you call it with the, the hot cider that you can drink what? Like mold yeah. cider? Yeah, they do that. No. Oh, they do do that. Yeah. That's right. Do they you do that? Doo-doo. Doo-doo. <laughs> they do do that. Doo-doo. Anyway, the mold cider is available here. Uh, if you're interested, you're in the area, come on by for some delicious seasonal beverages like that. 425 North, 400 West. This edition of the Crafty Beer Girls podcast is being made possible through the generosity of the management and staff of Mountain West Hard Cider. You can visit them online through varying popular social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or check out their website at mountainwestcider.com. You can also visit their cidery and tap house at 425 North, 400 West, in the heart of the Marmalade District of Salt Lake City, Utah. And now the conclusion of the Crafty Beer Girls podcast with your hosts, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch. I also picked up some of this Holy Stone Distillery. It's a brand new distillery here here in Salt Lake City. They are doing a gin, vodka, and now absinthe. Uh, it's the first time we've ever had a Utah-made absinthe. What? First Isn't time ever? Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, maybe back in the day. I don't know. Speakeasy or something had it. That would make sense. The first cocktail I ever had with absinthe was actually at a bar here called the Speakeasy, I believe. It's hmm. it's literally like you go in and it's like it looks like a an uh, a, uh, antique store. 
and they like don't open, they have a back door yeah yeah they open up the like the wall yeah and you walk in there and, and it's there's just a speakeasy whole, it's like a, a theme park yeah i've heard about that you like know prohibition era i heard about that because of david byrne apparently david byrne is a big fan of uh of that bar okay. whenever he comes to town and apparently if you dress up you get like the discount i don't know if oh, that's really? true or not but if you dress up like old-timey yeah. 1930s uh yeah you get some kind like of flappers yeah exactly so all of the the waitresses are dressed up for sure Man, that yeah. sounds like a lot of and fun. And they do cabaret. They do all kinds of cool stuff Sweet. there. Um, it was actually kind of fun. I went there for my birthday, and I had an absinthe cocktail. And they do this thing where they they use fire, and they melt the sugar cube into the cocktail with absinthe. That's kind of fun. And it absinthe is uh, basically, it's I guess it's a neutral spirit, but they it's infused with wormwood and some other herbs, like, like anise. It's kind of got a licorice flavor to it. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, so do you just drink it as a mixed product or can you shoot it? Can you do I shots with I think it can be it can be enjoyed neat if you want. I don't know if I would shoot it, but I don't really know. I'm just learning about it now. I'm so it's sort of a new thing for me. Um one of the beer cocktails that were was in this cocktail book that I'm looking at um has uh, absinthe as one of the ingredients. Oh. It's actually not, a, I guess it's technically not an ingredient. It's a wash. You like rinse the glass with it and then you oh. put your cocktail in the glass. I've had something like that before. Um, what do they call that? Oh, a Sazerac. I think a Sazerac is made with the absinthe sure. wash. Is one yeah. of the like whiskey cocktails. I don't know why you're looking Lauren to me for confirmation. I have no well, idea. Well, I thought you were a drinker. Uh Sure, yeah, I am. You just just like Hellcat Maggie. I'm just Maggie not a professional and, connoisseur right. like you or hey, Lauren over here. Like I said, I'm just now learning about cocktails. Are I kind don't of even a know what absinthe is. I just told you. I know, but I'm just saying oh, before okay. that, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I'm looking at the bottle, going, "Well, that's a pretty sweet." It's bottle. kind of like what the hell is absinthe? It's kind of green. It's it kind is. of a it's, weird color. It's, uh, yeah. Didn't they used to, isn't there history with absinthe and like opium use? That's what I thought. I, it sounds something? like a medical, uh, uh, like some, tripping? a medicine that you would take. You know, I give him know. a couple of pills of absinthe and he'll be good. That's, I, I don't know. know. There's probably a really rich history. Maybe I should do a blog post about it be, and know. learn about it. I don't know. I think it used to be uh, hallucinogenic. Yeah. Something like really? that. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it? Does that still apply to it today? So. No. Not, Should we try it and see? Really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Um, Hook me up. Wait, are those Oompa Loompas over there? We haven't drank it yet, yeah, dummy. I haven't had it. <laughs> it's not even cracked open. I think this uh, oatmeal cookie is ha- making me hallucinate already. I'll tell you, it was delicious. Mm. <laughs> I can't drink it anymore. Do you not you, want We can Really? We it's can, too sweet for Yeah, me. it's very sweet. Oh, I can't. That's too bad. I'll drink it. You want it? I do. Yeah. Give it to Mike. Because I like drink it. Drink it up. Bye. Thanks. Come on. I'm out of coffee, though. Not it's to really offend the, the creation. It's just not my Yeah. I, so this is one of the things we tried to make when I was hanging out with um, Andrea over at Bitters Lab. We were trying to come up mm. with a collaboration cocktail, and we tried to make this. We did not have any molasses. We had ah. simple syrup, and we had maple syrup. So we tried to do it with that. It was definitely sweet. This, the molasses is a very different flavor for sure. It, it still is sweet. It was as sweet before. I think before though, um, I felt like this, the cinnamon was too strong and, and I don't know this is actually fine with the cinnamon for me. It's still sweet. Maybe if I used, and that's actually the nice thing about cocktails. If you don't like something that's quite as sweet, you can always cut back on the sweetener. 
So the molasses, you could do half the molasses or two thirds of the molasses. Yeah, and I think see I'd how do that a goes. Splash. Yeah, or yeah, I, I would agree. Just a it's, splash. It's overpowering. Just for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't typically drink like a bunch of molasses. extra sugar in my yeah. coffee or <laughs> right a bunch of molasses. No. Um, it is oatmeal cookie right, right. on though. Sure. It does t- taste if like you an like oatmeal, cookie. oatmeal cookies. I don't. Yeah. I just wanted to try this. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to make this again at home. Um, and I'm going to try it with less molasses. Use mm. coffee like I sure. did. Sure. Yeah. delicious. Yeah. Okay. Might try that. Throw that in there. Yeah. I could put that in the article. Hey, if you like coffee in it, put I some do. coffee in it. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. If you want to get a buzz. Yep. Besides your alcohol buzz. Sure. Yeah. If you guys want a barrel aged beer with cold brew coffee in it, I have that. A barrel aged beer with cold brew coffee? Yeah. You have that? It's right now? Cold brew coffee? What the hell is cold that? Cold brew. Oh, cold brew. Cobra, cold. like health care that you get after you get kicked <laughs> out of your job. Cold bra. <laughs> it's cold. Like cold bra. Cold brew coffee? I want to order that online. What is that? It's the beer that's been sitting on the table for a minute. Oh, oh that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing from Odell. Thanks, Odell. Thanks, Apparently, Odell. they're fan. That's Odell who's loves listening. Us. To this podcast, Adele, is I hope you're <laughs> That's you guys the only have ones. been mega kind to us. Mm. Is this cutting into our pre? Fuck uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. Which I guess we should thank not only Odell for listening, but people from all over the globe: yeah. Japan, Algeria, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> what are you guys Kingdom? doing? I'm amazed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't Australia. Think that we got quite a few people in Australia. <laughs> I think it's the crafty beer girls in the UK that really started the. You know, yeah, they they we they're get. Listening. Do they're you like, think that people are accidentally listening to us because no, they associate I think it's us deliberate. with the crafty beer nope. girls from the UK? They're downloading because it shows in the analytical information that they're downloading the episodes, hmm. so it'll Damn. show you where they're doing that from. Bitches so. like us, we're in the UK. That's and right. dudes. So this is from Odell Brewing Company. It's mm. a cellar series. It's called Barreled Treasure. It's an imperial stout that has been barrel aged with cold brew coffee. Jenny, you're breathing into the microphone like a creeper. Stop it. Are you sure that's me? It's not me. I'm trying to turn away from I the mic. I was talking. I don't want to sound like it. A, no, it was, it was Jenny. She's... <sighs> hey. Oh, sorry. Fuck yeah. Nice. This but is, this is pour. beer drinking Shh. porn. Nicely done. <sighs> that was hot. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to get old. What? Just all of the beer pouring. And Hell no. Does it not get old? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, if someone thinks it's old. I don't understand the point of clinking the bottle or can on the glass Because it's, be, it's more to notify, ASMR. hey, look, I'm... I don't think so. Mike's been watching a- I think ASMR it's a sign of ever yeah. since I introduced him to it, and he knows. I do, and it's ridiculous, but still. Barreled treasure. Ooh, man. Damn. That's like buried treasure. It's a play on words. (laughs) 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 What are you new? (laughs) Well, you know, I didn't know what alliteration was. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just I'm just rejoicing that I Uh, I get things. There's some um, things I get. I get a lot of uh Mm. Uh, like a burnt matches that you'd like want to eat the heads up. <laughs> no, good one, Lauren. I'm kidding. Um, I do get burnt like a matches. lot of like leather, 
mm. on the nose. Um, almonds. I'm getting almonds. Oh, yeah. Like some marzipan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cocoa, some like, oh, cocoa pebbles. Yep, yep, yep. Jenny? Pull it out. I'm definitely getting a lot of coffee. I know that's... Molasses. There's molasses. Oh, molasses. I mean, compared to the drink I just had, I don't know, but... <laughs> Compared to the molasses I just had, compared I just, to the can I just get a shot of molasses, please? <laughs> I just drink a shot of molasses. This Pretty much what it like was. Shot of molasses, please. A shot of molasses. <laughs> Another for my friend. <laughs> Let me chase that with some bourbon. Keep them coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are in Utah, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they like. That's what they serve at the firesides. Shots of molasses. <laughs> damn i i mean it's very i feel like i'm getting a lot of caffeine just immediately uh i find it to be much smoother than i expected from the aroma i could drink all of this well i'm just saying so i've uh taken lauren's beverage from odell and i've poured it into her remainder uh beer cocktail of the uh, meal stout. Mm-hmm. And I still cannot water down that molasses. But. So do we agree less molasses? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay. But, I'm going to try it, folks. Unless you want that. No, this is. So I make these cocktails and I tweak them how I like them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like them the way I make them, then mm-hmm. you tweak them too. Cool. That's what you do. That beer is actually quite. Uh, it's good. And it works well with this. I mean, I don't know if we want to make any more beer cocktails. We could, but... Then don't. Wait, let's, let's move on to something else. We need to try the absinthe. Because mm. you've been talking about mm-hmm. it. Do you want to try the absinthe by we itself? Have to. Or do you just want to... Do you yeah. want me to try... It's, Can we okay. do that? Or is it going to make me vomit? <laughs> I just... I didn't bring anything. I should have brought little I shot glasses. I kind of get the idea Might with... Might make it true. Maybe those? Yeah. Sure, yeah, cups. the plastic cups. I yeah. walked into the Holy St- Holy Stone Distillery today, and it was really nice. Like, it was nicely decorated. Where is it? It's in Murray. Huh. Um, Where? Shit. God damn it. I don't Jeez. think she'd have the the address on her head. Well, well that's on the look top on the bottle. I, mean, I think it's on the bottle. Distilled and bottled by Holy Stone Distilling, LLC, Murray, Utah. That's what I said, Murray. We nick in the better, says Mike. I've never tried absinthe. I don't think I've tried it straight. We're going to die. This is going to be awful. Are we going to hallucinate for real? Just so you guys I'm worried know. about throwing up is what I'm worried about. Should we just do like a teeny bit at first? Let's just do That's like probably this a good little idea. Bit. First. And then if we don't hallucinate too bad. <sighs> I don't think we're going to hallucinate. Then we'll have a little bit more or not. Depends on how it tastes. I've never had it. I just think it's like it. I don't. It strikes me as some kind of medicinal thing. It, you know what it kind of smells like. I'm smelling it. I'm not. I haven't tried it yet. But from Water Pocket, they have this um, Snow Angel mm-hmm. liqueur that has some herbs in it. It kind of smells Mike's. like that to me. I don't. Did you die. did you smell it or did you taste it? I kind of got a taste on my finger, and then I smelled and you it. And then, is uh, it is it scary or are you no, like no? Uh, just scary. with the amount of uh, other beverages that we've had, this seems like an accelerant. To so, oh, you know. well, don't feel the need to finish all of that. It smells like licorice. It's well, it's got a little bit of that. I know it has anise in it. So what that's is anise. It's a it's a 
What is that? It's, it's like, like a licorice, like licorice-y, a, like it, it's star little pod, anise. star little star pods. So it's in like chai. It's a mul- mul- it's uh, mulling spice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it has that that kind of li- black licorice. It's like a pod looking yeah. thing, like with seeds in it. You know, necco wafers. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. That that. So that. it's like that. There's a so little bit of like that. Necco flavored. wafers. Yeah. Probably. Really? Yeah, but like that less I sweet. Do. Well, get I love in there. The, I love the Nico wafers. I love them. I don't think they make but them anymore. They don't. They went bankrupt. It's like so sad. Yeah. It's like spicy too. It's it's gingerbread houses will it, never be the same. I think it's got um, cinnamon or something in it like that. Ugh, guys, I'm afraid. Try it, Lauren. I will. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's a it's one of those story things like it. It starts out and you're like, wait, I'm scared. And then you're like, oh, ooh, it's actually kind of nice. Now it's starting to warm. It's very warming. My chest. It's making me oh, feel like nice. there's a f- just this very warm glow in my in my chest. Like, <laughs> like I feel the spirit. Are you crying? I'm no. having Are a spiritual right? experience. What's the matter? Do you need a hug? No. It's different. But listen, whatever I think, it's because of absinthe and not because of who made it. Let's see what it says. So you would say you're sense? not a fan of absinthe. I don't think I'm a fan of absinthe, but I'm always willing to try. Okay, so wormwood, fennel. Pepper? Green Ooh, anise. That's what it is. Green I'm anise. I'm not a fan of fennel very much. Oh, I love fennel. Get a little pepper I have in a, there. I ha- it tastes peppery. I don't know what I that's get from. I the fennel so much. What's Fennel. It's uh, oh, is that, that, that like that another... root with the big bulbous thing, and you cut it off, and you use it in foods. It's and used a lot in yeah, yeah, in yeah. Italian cooking, yep. mm-hmm. actually. Yep, yep, yep. I really like fennel. I have a an essential oil that's fennel, and um, how exciting! It is, I I use it on, it's, so it's really good for digestion. Oh, and I use it on my clients. I do massage therapy, and I use it on my clients when I do their their stomach. And I massage Whoa. their like I do a, uh, an abdominal massage. I'll put some of the fennel. That's a thing. Abdominal massage? Yeah, it's part of your body. Well, no, I know that. I, I always picture just massages as, you know, your back, your legs, maybe your arms. Yeah. But I don't, I don't picture like a I would specific. Say the abdominals are is more not always. It's it's not always the rule. It's hmm. not like automatic. Not everybody wants an, an abdominal massage. But I think people who haven't had one, um, maybe ought to try it because there's. Nice. A lot of muscles there, and there's also the, like the digestion. So I do like kind of a, cl- a clockwise motion all the time to help move things along. So I'm not backing you up, but to kind of help your digestion. <laughs> and it it's amazing when you feel that release. Like you're like, oh, I didn't realize how tight I was in my belly. Wait, Are you wait. You're making people poop <laughs> on the table. Not on the table. <laughs> how do you go? I they, gotta go now. They go afterwards. Oh, all right. Yeah. But that's does, but the not fennel. to make fun of. I'm sorry. No, it's, so it's no, I'm just kind of interested in that. <laughs> so, uh, some people who have abdominal problems that can kind of help them well, it's, digest better. It's not necessarily that you have a problem there, but um, there's a lot of mus- musculature in that mm-hmm. area yeah, that yeah. Are, is connected to the lower back, mm-hmm. and there's actually a, mus- a muscle called the psoas, and it's deep. It's actually on the front side of the spine, but it's actually a deep abdominal muscle. So that's how I get to it. That's usually when I'm working the abdominals. It's because I'm trying to get that. But sometimes I just do it as like a nice, I don't get deep. I just kind of do a nice like massage. And it's amazing how good that feels. 
actually. Can, can I ask you? I know this is completely off topic with yeah, the, yeah. the crafty beer girls, uh, but and massage therapist. Sure. Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, say someone like myself. I've had uh, umbilical hernia surgery. Yeah. So I've had that mesh put in yep, yep. to my uh, belly area. Yeah, there. exactly. Um, how beneficial would something <laughs> like that be? Because I've had lower back pain, and I'm wondering. Sure. Could that be tied into not only prior to the surgery, but afterwards? Would something like what you offer in something like that be effective? Well, there there could be a lot of scar tissue from that. There is. So massage mm. definitely helps that. Mm-hmm. If, if there's scar tissue, kind of breaking it up. Sure. Scar tissue that I wish you saw. Don't sing that song. Scar tissue. Da, 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 da. I hate that song. Oh, God. You're anyway. welcome. That and Under the Bridge. I'm just tired of hearing <sighs> So... Interesting, though. Yeah, and and sort of like when you have the mesh in there, sometimes it's kind of hard to get in there. Your mesh might might be a problem. With, right. with massage, I don't make promises. Cool. Because I don't want it. That's just not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's always a question, but right. it might help. Yeah. Um, anyway, is awkward. It, is it too on. late for me to talk about the Zion Beer Festival? No. Do we have too much in, uh, stuff in here already? I'm actually about to post a blog on it and... It's. It was a month ago. I know it's a little late, but it was really cool. It was pretty awesome. Have don't you guys? Ask, have you guys permission? been to Zion? No. Either yes. of you? You've been to Zion. Mm-hmm. It's fucking beautiful. It is. It's about. I, I think it's my favorite national park that I've been to. It's just gorgeous. There's just. It's no way to describe it. It's like, um, like what does Zion mean? It's like some kind of like sacred place. It's like God's country or something like that. But it like literally is. Whether you believe in God or not, it doesn't matter. You're just like, I'm small. This is huge and beautiful. And I feel humbled by that. So um, what better place to go and have a beer festival than Zion National Park? And you're not in the park, but you're basically right at the entrance of the park where uh, Zion Brewery is. They have a brew pub. And... It's literally right outside the main entrance of Zion National Park. And Zion Brewery has been kind of reinventing itself over the last few years. They got a new brewery. They got new owners. Um, they stopped bottling. They used to bottle. They stopped doing that. They focus on the beer. They're doing an awesome job. All the beer that's coming out of Zion has been pretty fucking good. And this is the first time they've actually put on a beer festival I went and I camped out. It was it was middle of October, which is a really good time to go. What's Sorry. the name of this festival? It's called Zion Canyon Beer Festival. Okay. Um, and it was it was really awesome. They had uh, a lot of local... It was all Utah breweries, but there were 11 of them that participated. They had live music. Um, that was really fun. Uh, and then they had... It all benefited the Zion Forever Project, and that's uh, like a nonprofit... I believe it's a nonprofit, but it's an organization that works to kind of preserve Zion National Park. And they, they do education, like education for people. They help preserve. Um, they do improvements. They do environmental projects and programs. But it was really awesome. So I think this is the first of hopefully many Zion Beer Festivals. Who were the 11 breweries? Zion, Keto's, Talisman, Proper, Silver Reef, Policy Kings, Hoppers, Level Crossing, Roja, Hopkins, and Moab. That's a um, lot. That's quite a few. They had a pretty good turnout, and it was set up really nicely. I enjoyed myself quite a bit. So Talisman from Ogden drove yeah. all the way out to 
Yeah, ironically, some huh. of the breweries that showed up were like Salt Lake from as far as you could yeah. get. Yeah. yeah, Ogden. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So, I think my favorite beer that I had there was actually from Zion. They had something called the Fuzz, and it was brewed with peaches, uh, local peaches from a nearby farm, a Sterling Farms, I think it was called, and it was kind of like a like a hoppy beer. It had peaches, but it wasn't like like it didn't really scream fruity beer because you you had a lot of hop character that really mingled nicely with those peaches and it was like it was really nice it was just a very nice beer it was and it was great because it was actually a sunny day it was warm and it was kind of a nice refreshing almost summertime beer even though it was october it Mm. felt it felt summery down there in the desert and i camped out on uh, gooseberry mesa and had really gorgeous views woke up to coffee and a really cool overlook and uh did a mountain bike ride right from my campsite did john come with you he did so he made the coffee he makes the coffee you said in your in the 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 preview of the article that you wrote i woke up to coffee and i was like how's she doing that <laughs> you get a husband. Is the Starbucks on the Gooseberry Mesa. <laughs> she's doing that. She making that They're automatic everywhere. coffee. But yeah, you get a husband who's super into coffee. Mm. Oh, I love him already. And he makes a French press when we're camping. Oh man! So I just I I'm like the provider of food, mm. like yogurt and other things for breakfast. <laughs> Yogurt? Bananas. Bananas. Uh, Wheat germ. Wheat germ on ice cream. You're bringing wheat germ next time. I guess I am. Yeah. It's a thing, you guys. We Googled it. it. It's a thing. Did you? Well, I didn't Google it, but... um, Gina Googled Googled it. it. Gina is downstairs, for those of you listening. Gina's running the bar here at the Mountain West Hard Cider Recording studios in Tap House, 425 North, 400 West. Yeah. <laughs> I interrupted. That's all right. Go ahead and interrupt. You interrupter. If you want to come by, say hi to Gina while yeah. we're upstairs doing our thing. Sure. Uh, you know, Mike just said the address. So. 425 or you can like, North, 400 You can like West. rush it and like come upstairs and totally like you crash can bum rush our, our podcast, our podcast sure. right That'd in the bum. Yeah. Let's It'd be exciting. It. <laughs> be something. It <laughs> would. It would be something, all right. Yeah. I might some ads. Add sim. I'll give you a shot of molasses Ad-bus. for your trouble. And some. I actually really like this absinthe. I have to say, I know it's maybe not for everyone, but I, I I'm surprised it. at how much I'm I like just, it wow. by itself with nothing. It doesn't have anything in it. I think it's probably a really good mixer, but maybe. mostly, like most people probably don't want to drink this kind of thing straight. Just can't. I, I can't don't know. do it. It's hard. I mean, it's, I did it's, it. It's, yeah. You did a good job, Lauren. Thanks for trying. Oh, boy. It wasn't your I've thing. I've been sipping mine, and it's, yeah, it's not easy. I don't think uh, it's that bad uh, at mm. all. Uh-huh. I'm not saying bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying yes. bad. It's just one of those spirits that is better as a mixer because it's too overwhelming to just do yeah. a shot. Holy shit. I have had absinthe. In I wouldn't the past. shoot it. I want to say I've given it a fair shake and uh, I know what I like and I'm, I'm what I'm not particularly yeah. fond of. Absinthe has not made the list for me. Okay. But I admire it. Yeah. I think it's sexy. It's like, <laughs> it's the sexy thing that I'm like, I like that, but I'm, I don't need to tap it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to tap that. You know? Like, um, I see you. <laughs> don't need you though. Like that's how I feel. About just kiss it. Absinthe. Now get out. Just make mm. eyes at it. You don't mm. have to actually. Yeah, that's how I feel. What's up, you know? I get yeah. it. I'm like. You don't have to get to third base with it. That's right. Sure. Mm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, for one, am surprised because I historically do not like black licorice. I don't tend to like those things, and I think I've come to appreciate you know those flavors like the anise and the f- the fennel mm-hmm. through various you know cocktails and i've made um different things at, at the holidays for like mulling like i've done mulled wine i've done wassail and i've cu- and i also have cooked uh some italian food at home with what with the fennel plus i used the fennel in my massage practice with the abdominal fennel massage and pizza and is delicious oh yeah i'd like to throw that out there yeah mm. It it can be really good this might be something that you really just want to have it as a nice addition to your cocktail or like like I was talking about with the beer cocktail uh, where you rinse the glass with it and then mm-hmm. you put your cocktail in. It's very subtle. Yeah. You just get a hint of it. I would agree. Um, so there's a lot of ways to enjoy it, but mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool. I'm kind of digging it. And and I don't know, they do this thing where they uh, do grapes. Did we already talk about that? Uh, we talked about they it earlier, but we didn't talk about it in the podcast. Oh, okay, so uh, one of the things Holy Stone does is they make their vodka, f- they ferment it from grapes. So that's not a normal thing. You don't see that too no, much. No, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's how do you do that? It's still a neutral spirit, but they they use grapes. I'm huh. not sure what kind of grapes. It would actually be cool to go down there and I, you know, go check them out and maybe ask <gasps> these questions. We could do the podcast I didn't have a, from there. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we could. Is this a grape influenced podcast? Because we uh, started. With it's it's really grape. Gewürztraminer. Oh, is that a grape thing? Yes. Oh, okay. From uh, we also had port. Is that grapes? barbarian? Yeah, port is grapes. Grapes. Is it? It's like yes. a wine. It's a sweet oh. wine. Oh, that's right. Like yeah, yeah, wine. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I I have never done it, but I think I could drink a whole bottle of port in a sitting. Oh God. There's one right there. I won't. No, it's not mine. I have some more. I, there's actually a lot of the cocktails that have the port. Mm-hmm. So especially the old timey ones. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's my first time buying Ruby port. port. I used what? To, I would get the tawny port because I like the tawny port. What's, yeah, but this is my What's first time difference? with Ruby port. Ruby what? port is like red wine. Tawny uh-huh. port is more like it's kind of nutty and like I don't know. Mm. It's it's not. It's like brown. It's like raisiny. It's not. Oh, all right. It's not red like this. Is like like if you drink that by itself, it's kind of sweet. Oh, okay. Got it. It's like a sweet red wine. I've never had a port, I so I was just curious. Well, maybe what we should try that. We already had cool. some earlier. Well, we had it. We cocktail. had it in a cocktail. Oh, just drink it straight. Shit. Sweet. Can we? Lauren, you can taste it. Some. I think you should taste it if you well, want. Well, I think to. Lauren wants some for mm. sure. Mm. See, mm. look at her. She's making grunting noises. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just want <laughs> you all to know that I'm <laughs> focusing on trying to speak like I'm not drunk, and it, <clears throat> I don't know how it's coming. Do off. not do that. Here you go. Uh, oh, you can't reach oh. that, can you? No, I can't. I'll reach it. Mm. No, you can't. Maybe I can. That's it. Let me. Thank come you. On. Man. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to be responsible here, and what am I? Not... Garbage disposal over here. You guys are giving me all your drinks and shit. I got like two glasses of stuff and hey, this and that. What? Listen. Huh? You talk shit about oh my glasses empty, man. <laughs> and then we pass your shit, and you're like, wait, what am I? The garbage disposal. <laughs> You shitting me right now? Yeah. Yeah, sit there with your mouth open. Put some alcohol in it. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Cool. 
I think it's time to wrap this up, you guys. <laughs> I think we've done enough. <laughs> Ooh. That is delicious. Mm. This is not even the best of it. No? Is there better? Oh, my God. Yeah. I looked, actually, you know, I looked on the internet, and this seems like... Sandman's good decent, shit. Decent stuff. That's like probably starter, like, like a, entry level. an $18 bottle. Yeah. Just hand, no, hand it was more than the that. bottle of the port. Just give it to her. It give was her more, a straw and the port, and she'll be good. I don't remember how much it was, but it was more than I've $18. I've had Sandman 30 year before, and it rocked, it rocked my world. It was so good. Um, nice. Lately, I've been having... I don't remember what the name of it is. I call it the Old Lady Port. Oh. Um, old Lady Port? I took port? a picture of it, so I can I can give you a more... Sweet. Yeah, why don't we show that to the listening audience so they know... I'm going to look at it, you <laughs> dick. Okay. God. <laughs> we really love each other. God. We love each other so much. <sighs> I, I found it. There. It's Donna Antonia. Okay. Donia Antonia. Donna. Donna Antonia. Donna Antonia. Donia. Yeah, Italian Mike. Um, it's Donna Antonia. My favorite that I've had so far <laughs> is the old Tani Port Ten Year. That's not Ru- that's Ru- not Ruby Port though. It's not. It's Tani. Yeah. Okay, because that's what I've had in the past. And what like when you go to a nice restaurant oh, and you have dessert so and they ha- they give you the wine menu uh-huh. and it's like ports uh-huh. and stuff like that. Um, I would yeah. always get the Tawny Port. Nice, nice restaurant like uh, Wendy's or oh, Carl's yeah. Jr. Taco Bell. <laughs> oh yeah. God, I wish. Del La, Taco. La Wendy's. La Wendy's. La Wendy's. <laughs> Don Don Antonio. Donia Wendy's. <laughs> La Vega En cascos de cavalino. All right. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good Italian accent. You, you okay? Look, you top mine. Do you understand, old lady pork? Oh, that okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's an old lady on it. Yeah. There, yeah. There's an old lady on it. That's it's delicious. Are you sure that's not a dude? I'm not. <laughs> I'm oh, not no, that's, sure. It's a okay, trans that's a lady for sure. Lady. Trans lady, um, sure. That one and then non-binary. There's a oh, what is it like six grapes or something? That's a really good six protein. grapes. Cool. Six yeah, grapes. I mean, so you know where yeah. I went to there? There's actually a couple of stores in Utah that we have uh, state liquor stores, and there's a couple of them that specialize in nicer stuff and more wine. Old lady. Donia Antonia. Old Tony Porto. It might be just Donna Antonia. Donna Antonia. Like, uh, it could be just, you know. I think that's what they say when they s- Donia. I think that, or maybe yeah, but there's no I in it. That would be Donia. No, there's it like could a, have a tilde There's like an it. enye over it. A what? Whatever they call that, the little like oh, till, a tilde. Is that what they call I that? It was an enye. Little, an enye? I don't know. What's maybe. an enye? Yeah. A tilde and an enye. It's a little. I don't. I know, know the little mark, but the no. That's, I might be that's, thinking of I think, Spain. I, if, yeah, that's, if that's pen, Italian, then I might be saying it the, wrong. Well, actually, the, the way you pronounce Italian is similar to Spanish. No, it's it's not different. Spanish. I mean, Spaniard. Well, that Anye. might be Donia because. Oh my God! What God is damn this? it! I went to Look Italy on my phonics. honeymoon, and I actually like did learn some Italian, but I, it's been a while. It's been like eight years, mm. so mm-hmm. I forget. But tilde, it's different. An accent placed over Spanish n when pronounced n y, as in senor. Yeah. Uh, Portuguese. Yeah. Or o. Okay, so yeah, maybe it's Donia, but Donia doesn't have a doesn't have a tilde doesn't have over, a tilde it. over no. it. So it's Dona. No, it's Donna. not Donna. Donna. Just Donna. Donna sounds so American. It does. It really does. It so that's does. That's why I say Donia. We just are butchering Donia. it. Donia. No matter what we do, I'm sure. Because, Donia. You know, 
we okay. suck. Okay, don't yet. Fuck me. Whatever. Well, I guess I'm th- I might be thinking of, of Spanish or Spain or something. Z. But anyway, or Portugal. I don't know. AKA Port. Well, I'm ready to I'm ready to wrap it up, guys. Huh? What? I'm getting punchy, you guys. I think it's time punchy. to punchy. I don't. Yeah. You haven't punched anybody. Maybe it's time to start. Start yeah. punching people. Fight club. In two days, we're gonna get a message from Mike. He's gonna be like, "Fuck this shit! This Fuck is guys, dumb." I quit. What are you done. guys doing? I'm done with this. <laughs> and thanks for drinking right out of that bottle, because I didn't want any more of that. Fuck that. That was only fifteen ninety nine. Who cares? <laughs> That's cool. It's cute. Don't worry. We all good. I love you, Mike. Visit hey, our we- visit our website, craftybeergirls.com. And please log any complaints at craftybeerblog at gmail.com. That's not your email. What? That's not your email. Craftybeergirlsblog at gmail.com. Please log any of your complaints at craftybeergirlsblog at gmail.com. And I love you guys very much. We we love you too. (laughs) We've been through a lot, you guys. I love you. Have (laughs) we? It's not like we were in fucking Nam together. (laughs) Jesus We've Christ. been through so many beers together. Oh, it's not even funny. So many beers. <laughs> and so many We've bad been cocktails. Three ounces of absinthe together. This edition of the Crafty Beer Girls podcast was recorded on location at Mountain West Hard Cider in the heart of the Marmalade District in Salt Lake City. Visit their cidery and tap house at 425 North, 400 West, or check them out online at mountainwestcider.com. The Crafty Beer Girls podcast is executive produced by Jenny Schaefer, is hosted and created by Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch, and is recorded and edited by Mike the Janitor Millen of Millen Around Studios. To be a featured part of or host future editions of the Crafty Beer Girls podcast or to address your questions, comments, concerns, please write to craftybeergirlsblog at gmail.com. You can learn more about the Crafty Beer Girls and their adventures by following their blog at craftybeergirls.com and on popular social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From all of us here at the Crafty Beer Girls podcast, we'd like to thank you for your support, for subscribing, for listening, and for sharing this podcast. As the girls take a hiatus for the holidays, this will be the last podcast for 2019, but get ready for more adventures and fun in 2020. And as always, please drink responsibly. If you've had one too many, call a cab, call a friend, call a rideshare. Get home safely and protect you and those around you. We want to wish you the happiest of holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or the new year. Please be safe and have a joyous holiday season. We look forward to entertaining you with more fun and frivolity in 2020. Until then, cheers. Cheers.